0: Rowena Dooley asking soul citizens to report for duty. And greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I am Griffin Gaming RPG. And today is the first weekend in September, September 3rd, 2023. And I'm here with two of my compadres, co-hosts joining us today. First, I'm gonna name off on the far, far, far right side of the screen, the one and the only Yo-Yo Meg. What's up, Meg? How are you?
1: What is up? I'm great. Hope you all are as well. Good,
0: good, good. Uh, I've noticed that you've been uh, playing Starfield. You've been busy, busy, busy. You kicked off on uh, right early. Ear- <laughs> <laughs> you kicked off on yeah. early access day one. If I remember it correctly, right?
1: Yep. That's
0: correct. Yeah, I was watching you like twenty minutes before the show. Mick Cal- how she was counting down. She was like twenty uh-huh. minutes, fifteen minutes. She was working <laughs> her way down the clock. Like a lot of people. Hey, I don't blame her. I don't yep. blame her. A lot of people have been waiting on this game for a very, very long time. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me ask you real quick, yo. First impressions. First impressions on Starfield. You digging it. Um, it? One to ten. What do you want? Where I've let you say whatever you want to say about it. Real quick. Give me your thoughts on it.
1: Okay, super quickly. I think I'll give it a high nine out of ten. Okay. Um, I'm about forty hours in, having to touch the second main mission. Good. And it's it's a blast. My ADHD is thriving in that game. There's I'm, just so many things to do. I'm proud of you. you.
0: I am proud of you. And I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Cause I talked to a couple people who were like, Oh, I've played through the game two or three times already. And I'm like, Are you kidding me? You know, I'm it was I'm talking about this is the first like the first few days, right? Not the first few days, but it's like, there's this whole thing of people feeling like they gotta get to end game so quickly that they don't take the time to really enjoy it. And for a game that's been in development like for seven, eight plus years, to me to burn through it in like 24 hours is like, okay, what's the point? You know what I mean? There's so much yeah. there for you to monkey around with. So I think that's cool that you're taking the time to enjoy the space, which is cool. Very cool.
1: Absolutely.
0: Nice, nice. Cal Roddy. What's up, my brother? As always, having his late night snack during the show, which I, I'm jealous of because I can't do it because I'm hosting, cause I wish I could. <laughs> but, yo, uh, yo yo yo. How you doing, buddy? How you been? I'm good,
2: I'm good. Now are you
0: monkeying with Starfield? Are you waiting on Starfield? Where are you at with it? I have been monkeying around with Starfield, but okay.
2: not as um not as uh, as frequently as Meg. Uh, okay. I actually just started playing uh this morning. Okay. Um you know, Ooh, my we gotta wait. On it is- Who's oh, rating us?
0: Snap. Who is raiding us? Oh my god. Jake. Jake. Who did? I didn't see it. Oh, Jake Acapella. Acapella. Oh, Jake. Hey, Jake. How are you, man? Um, Just rated Jake, earlier. Jake, 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 my <laughs> friend, how are you? Uh, thank you, Jake. Jake is awesome. You guys all know Jake Acapella, and thank you for the raid of 20 from your folk uh thank you Jake jakeites i don't know what he calls you guys JAs. i don't know but thank you guys for being here we appreciate you joining us this afternoon jake hope you had a great stream hope you're doing well we are looking forward to seeing you in october we are bringing we are bringing our Padwan. uh yo yo first time coming to CitizenCon, she is going to be there so make sure you give her a shout when you see her okay uh, but hope you're doing good. Jake says, yes. See this oh <laughs> excitement. God. There's some excitement there. See there. All right. Jake's a great, wonderful person. You guys know Jake works with CIG. Um, I will say this Roddy. I have not, mm-hmm. I got it. I bought it with, you know, the Xbox pass and everything, but I started doing um, Baldur's Gate and mm. I'm in there and having a blast. And as you okay. get older, you cannot be absorbing too many deep games at once. So between having to keep up with Star Citizen, do the research for this show and everything else, and then take my mind out of space and go back to the fantasy world of Dungeons and Dragons, which I used to play 40, 50 years ago, and I get back into that, there's no way I'm going to try and do what Yo-Yo's doing
2: and <laughs> start exploring oh, yeah. say, I would have to say, Meg, enjoy it because even though I'm closer in age to you, I'm still in my 20s. I'm feeling what Greg is <laughs> feeling already. So enjoy <laughs> it. Right? Right. In, in a few years, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. gonna be
0: feeling it. I, when they're deep like that, and I and see, I'm, like, I'm one of those people like Meg, I, I want to go in. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, if yeah. I can't do it consistently, then I get frustrated. So... And I've been having problems with. I think I mentioned this last week. I'm having problems with single rope. I'm um, role playing games because I've gotten. Mm. I'm at the point in my life where I enjoy the social dynamic of games. So I love yeah. playing with other people. So it takes a lot for me to be drawn into any type of single player role player where I've got to navigate through it. So I'm looking forward to playing. It, don't get me wrong. And no hate towards Starfield. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing because I like Bethesda stuff. Uh, but it may not be till maybe October or November, depending on. My um, Baldur's Gate group, because we're having a blast. We're, we're supposed to play four hours a day. I, I know I'm derailing the show oh, here. <laughs> we're supposed to play four hours a day. We played for six hours last night. It was, it was right. great. And when I used Sweet. to play D&D. We used to start like at 6 p.m. and stop at 4 in the morning. So God forbid if I ever start doing that again. Anyway, oh, man. we are here today to talk about Update 3.20. And thank you all for joining us. We have a information packed show. Uh, I'm going to run something, but even before we get into that, let's see, who's that? Space Ghost. Thank you for that follow. We appreciate that. Um, and Thrakazogs, thank you for, oh, Thrakazogs gave out the gifts up. Thank you. Thank you for that as well. Thank you, Thrakazog. Um, before we get into that, we want to remind you guys that we have been doing our St. Jude Play Live fundraiser, which you guys have been helping us with over the past few months. We started this back at the beginning of June culminating um, at uh, CitizenCon, October 22nd. And our goal is to raise $10,000 for uh, St. Jude Children's Hospital for children with cancer and their families. You guys have been stupendous, stupendous in this effort. We are now at $2,325. We are so close to our next tier, which is $3,000. Now, this is what you're gonna get. If we get to $3,000, what you're gonna get is Calradie in a bathing pool with shorts. I'm going to do that. No, I'm just kidding. Gold yeah. you Yeah, what you are going to get is our 12-hour live stream. You'll get to have us for 12 hours. Where we're going to have guests, guest content creators come on. We're going to do some amazing giveaways during that time period. And I know that when we do that $3,000 stream, yo yo, we're going to actually hit 5,000 in that 12,000 12 12-hour period. I know we're going to do it. So we need you guys to help us get to that $3,000 tier, that means we need another, somebody help me with the math here. What did I say we had? Uh, 2000, we need another $675. Is that right, doing the math? Yes, yep. 675. So we know you guys can help us do that. We wanna get that by the middle of this month. So you guys tell people about it. If you've been giving already, we really appreciate that. Some of you have given multiple times. Some of you may not have it to give, but we do ask that you would tell other people, tell your family members. A lot of people know about St. Jude Children's Hospital, even if they're not into Star Citizen, They get it about uh, St. Jude and families uh, dealing with cancer and children. So please, please, please pass the word around. We'll show a little video later to talk about it. But for now, that's what we're gonna pitch about that. Um, 3.2.0. Let me go to... Let me see. I'm going to give it to both Yo-Yo and Cal Roddy before we jump into this, because this is one of the things that I always hear people say. I've been hearing a lot of, ca- wow, somebody else. Oh, my God, Expat. Expat. Oh, wow. Thank you for the love, Expat Brat. We rated Expat the other day, and Expat said, hey, let me rate them back. Thank you, <laughs> Expat Brat. We really appreciate that. If we can give a shout-out to Expat and to Jake, please, uh, Fast Cart. would really, really appreciate that. If you guys have never watched Expat, Expat does this so cool Um, what is it like role play with the camera angles and all that stuff. And it's really, really great. So yes, you guys, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, you know what, you know what, no, that was my fault. Usually we have somebody that gives you a warning saying, Hey, we're going to raid. And I didn't have anybody yesterday to do that. So, and they didn't know I wanted to raid you. So we sent the raid over and then I looked back to the page. And it's like, she she was done. I was like, oh, shoot, I missed her. But we've raided Expat before and she, she's seen us do it. So make sure you uh, guys visit both Jake Acapella and Expat. Um, okay, what was I saying? I've lost track of I got so excited about that. Oh, okay. Here's my question to Calradi and Yo-Yo. Yeah. I've heard this probably since we left 316, maybe even 315. Whenever there's a patch coming up, I hear this thing from people. I won't say who they are. Oh, there's nothing really in that patch. (laughs) Uh, It does, I'm not excited about that patch. It doesn't seem like there's anything there. There's nothing of substance. Then the patch comes out and then everybody's like, oh, I didn't know they were going to do this. And there's all this stuff in the patch. So how did you guys feel about this patch? Let me go to Yo-Yo first on this one. Yo-Yo, how'd you feel about 3.2.0 from what you've seen so far?
1: Um, yeah, so what I've seen so far, um, in the beginning, it was a little, it was a little rough. I tried to get into the, uh, the whole scene, and check that out just because that was mm. obviously the, the hype, the main focus. Um, and it was, it was good. More buggy. It wasn't really doable. Oh,
0: it was real buggy. Yeah. It was a call for what it was. It was buggy. You ain't got to stutter. <laughs> that, bad fella, that, bad fella, that bad fella was rough. You ain't about to lie. Go ahead. She tried to be nice, um, y'all. She knows Jake is here. She knows Jake here. She wants to meet Jake. She's like, I ain't trying to throw no hate at the game right now. No, go
1: ahead. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. It was it was a bit buggy, Um, but I was playing it today and it seemed to be a lot better than what it was Mm -hmm. uh, last week. Um, Yeah. Has it been out longer?
0: No, it's been it's been just a little over a week. week. It was like this Friday, but last Friday, (laughs) and they have been like literally. I think they put out like I think I've like seen five or six hot patches. Wow. Since it came out. So they've, they've been dropping the patches almost every day. Almost wow, every that's
1: day. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been great so far. Mm-hmm. Went to check out a bunker today and saw some interesting updates, but that's like, mm-hmm. as far as I've gotten into it. Yep. Um, I tried to check out like the arena commander, mm-hmm. um, the new tank mode, but mm-hmm. nobody wanted to play. Mm-hmm. I, I was sitting there for like 30 minutes. I was telling pops earlier, um, in fist like nobody wanted to play with me. Ooh,
0: wow. Um,
1: I feel like guys was thinking
0: you. Y'all going to leave yo <laughs> out there like <laughs> that? Y'all going to leave big oh, out there that. Like, yeah, that. Oh, like that? Oh my god. That's terrible. <laughs> I was well, in
1: the the public online and nobody was in tanks, I guess. Wait, well, um, take it into consideration.
0: Take into consideration. You know what else is going on this weekend, right? So
1: Right, it, right, right. That's right.
0: that's part right. of it too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's part of it for sure. Um yeah. what about you, Cal Rodney? Your thoughts about uh, 3.20. And I know you I'm going to have to speak around the barn there, but you can give us your general thoughts about uh, this patch.
2: Yeah, yeah. So um, there definitely was the initial consensus that, you know, apart from what uh, was on the roadmap, Mm -hmm. uh, that there wasn't going to be anything extra, but we have been greeted with some pleasant surprises. Mm -hmm. And um, I would have to say that, you know, I have been pleasantly surprised. Like like Megum. Explain the Hulk C it did have its its rough edges um you know for the entire week, but we're we're slowly starting to see those improvements. Mm-hmm. Um I'm really excited to talk about um master modes with regards to arena commander and um and yeah I'm I'm very curious with regards to the direction of Arena Commander in general, mm. uh, because that was also uh, you know a pretty strong core of this patch. Yeah. And I think that is also why they kind of reduced Um, Starting from, I think, Wednesday or Thursday's patch, they kind of um, disable some modes Mm -hmm. to kind of increase testing and feedback for some of the other ones um, and that is part and that, that could be p- possibly why um, you know apart from what's been happening this week mm-hmm. why you know YoYo didn't really see a lot of people because they're kind of trying to focus in um, you know and kind of use the numbers that we have mm-hmm. to kind of increase the feedback that we're getting yeah. Um, but yeah so it's been going it's, it's been getting there yeah it's been getting there
0: it has been Okay, well, let's go ahead and jump into it and let folks know what we think about this particular patch. And as we said, guys, we're gonna try to cut through this. There's a lot of stuff on this sheet. We're gonna breeze through some of it. Some of it we can talk about in depth, some of it we've only been able to a chance to touch on because there really is a lot of stuff in here to check out within the past week. And um, hopefully we'll be able to share some stuff. And you guys, of course, can share stuff in chat, which is always great too. Um, okay, let's jump into this very first thing. Right at the beginning, um, as you guys know, when we get patch notes, we get this little introduction. Um, the uh, the patch was released on, not this Friday, but the Friday before. Um, it went out to waves one and two. Uh, as always, they want you to do a database. Re- there was a database reset. Um, some of you guys know you start out like with 15 million credits, blah, 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 blah. Um, the server the server regions, that's information there. Persistence, long-term persistence was enabled. Um, and then like, again, 15 million bucks. That's basically what it was to get you started. Uh, this was one of those rare times where I needed to delete my user folder a lot of times i don't have a problem with that but this time i did i had some real logging issues and couldn't figure out what was going on and then as soon as i did that everything was fine so i'm not really sure what was happening with that but that was the only headache i really had with getting into the game no problems other than that um the very first thing that we've been hearing about for a long time was seraphim station um meg i don't know if you got a chance to go take a look at it um yep. bringing the crusader port station in line with the other stations and replacing the long standing port olisar seraphim station brings many of the amenities needed to accommodate the various features required of the station such as hangars cargo decks shopping clinics and habs what did you think of the station when you saw it we know internally there was nothing unique per se in other words the look is still the same just they just added the different shops and stuff but what did you think of the new design of the station uh, comparison to Port Olisar. Me, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I'm Calrati
1: right
2: now. It looks yeah, like I was I was confused myself, so I was like, hey, <laughs> "Is she talking about?" Oh, Lani Lani the names switched. Oh my god, Calerati. I didn't put
0: the cameras in the right spot. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Calrati. Would you please tell it? No, Meg, you go ahead and tell us. <laughs> I'll yeah. switch the names um, around. I didn't even notice the totally. names were backwards. Thank you.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. So from the exterior. I mean, yeah, completely different than any of the other stations we've seen so far. So, uh, to me, it looks great. Um, love the uh, from what I'm seeing, I didn't see this cuz I guess I didn't look closely enough, but um all the uh what would you billboards, but they're they're mm-hmm. not boards. Well, like the
0: monitors <laughs> I mean, or the, 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 the holographic, the holographic the stuff. stuff.
1: Yeah. Boards. Yeah, those those are great. Those mm-hmm. look fantastic. Um I always love when I always love seeing those when it comes to the the, uh, the space stations, um, yep. but yeah, I think it looks great a lot. They, they kept the rings mm-hmm. that we can blow up in, which is fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I love it. The, yeah. the in- interior, you were just saying like, kind of like the similar, but I also like the interior. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as copy paste. Like there are some things that are different that mm-hmm. I like.
0: Yeah. What about you, Calrotti?
2: Yeah, um, I really, really like the improvements to the exterior. I, I really do like it. It definitely shows that um, uh, they have plans for, you know, extra building interior updates. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm guessing that they're still focusing on the building interiors for Pyro and those things and what they showed us and what they talked about before going back to things like, you know, Lawville because we saw the exterior update with Lawville mm-hmm. and as, as well as the interior updates with seraphim and some other places as well yeah. um I it did strike me as curious as to why I think there are only two docking collars for seraphim mm-hmm. and I I mean I, I get it that you know they do still want to limit um larger ships but I figured you know as we get closer and closer to you know more and more um player activity and NPC activity that there should be still be more than two docking colors but once again the good thing that they showed is the modularity and scalability of these um stations and how they can continue to add on based on what they see and based on uh, and based on the progress of the project Mm -hmm. um so ultimately um i'm very curious to see what they what else they do with serfim i know that um i was looking at a another live stream a couple months ago or maybe a month ago and i think it was um Uh, One of the leads for the mission feature team, I think it was Elliot, I can't remember, Mm -hmm. and he did say that Port-O had to go... um... Um, Because I think due to the bounty hunting and those things Mm -hmm. coming in or being developed, at least, because we don't have the bounty hunting V2 yet. I think that's what they also talked about um, in the ISC as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm very curious, you know, to see what they have to do and how that fits in with the whole building interiors. And I'm guessing that's the whole reason. And in addition to how this all fits in with the Hulci gameplay
0: that we'll talk about um, very soon. Yeah, I want to go back to something that uh, Hey Nick was saying in here because I I agree with him halfway of what he's saying. Um, One of the things that CIG, let's talk about what you said, Calradi, about why the station had to leave. CIG told us that basically the old, for those of you who around back in the day, Port Olisar was the very first place you used to spawn into when you came into the verse. And it was also built on a lot of the old game code. And CIG basically said that that game code was incompatible or going to become more incompatible with the current code that they're using. Now they have to actually specifically go in to adjust that because it was so different and they're trying to get everything unified. So part of it was just the tech needed to be updated. But secondly, to Cal Calradi's point, things like the additional docking stations, the security level that they added, where the larger ships can, the big cap ships can load, like at the bottom of the station, all needed to be added and they could not be added to the old Port Olisar. So they decided to do this new station. This station is a variation of other stations, uh, particularly like a Cruel 4 and some other stations that are in the game already. Now, a point I wanna mention about what Nick says is about looking for something that's more unique. And I agree with you, Nick, on that. Um, they did say that they're trying to make it so that stations are indicative to the systems that they're in. So you're not gonna see dramatic differences in the stations in Stanton. But the stations that are in Pyro, Look different. The stations that are in Nix do look different. Now, it would be exquisite if the stations then began to reflect the different planets. In other words, the station that's over R Corp, would have its own look similar to designs representing R Corp. Same thing with Orison at Crusader. Same thing if, if uh, Seraphim reflected Crusader more. But for now, at the tier they're at right now, the Stanton stations look the same. And that's just the way it is. Now, maybe in the future, we will get that uniqueness. And if they do give us that, it would be fabulous. But I also don't want them spending a lot of time on stations uh, right now. I want that. That could be something later on that we just start to see get built out. But I do agree with you that it would be nice if there was some variation in the stations. I just think it's just not there for right now. Okay. But anyway, Seraphim Station, I like it. It's big. Um, It's uh, it's definitely, you can definitely see it's an evolution of what, Uh, Port Olisar used to be and I'm looking forward to becoming active. I was a little bit disappointed that the security area and stuff wasn't functioning. I was hoping that that was going to be somewhat in place, but it is there. Externally, it's there. Internally, it still looks like the old places, all the paint jobs and all that stuff. Clinics, all that stuff still looks the same, but they are in different positions. And like you said, um, um, uh, Meg, there are little variations of some things that are kind of cool they put in the station. So, All right. Well, that's anyway, that's Seraphim Station. Let's move on beyond that. Um, let's talk about the automated cargo transfer, and new cargo packing system. Um, colossal. Yeah. Mick, could you read that one for us, please?
1: Yep. We are now supporting various size boxes to be placed in the cargo holds 1, 2, 4, 8, 16, 24, and 32, as well as supporting various orientations of placement in the grid to work around grid obstructions. This also includes temporary tractor beam strength changes to support the attachment, detachment of those various size boxes using the tractor beam. Cargo grids have also been extended to support non-cargo box attachments and also the smaller mission handheld boxes.
0: And Calrady, if you wouldn't mind, could you read the top half on the spreadsheet uh, about that too as well? You got it. So uh, let me do
2: this real good. <clears throat> so the Hull C uh, requires a new experience where the player, after buying or selling the cargo at the commodity kiosk, will be prompted to pick it up or drop it off at the loading area. To do so, the player retrieves their vehicle, then hails the location's cargo services to get assigned a loading area, similar to getting assigned a landing area from ATC. After flying the ship to the loading area, they will be prompted to stop moving and then extend the spindles on their ship. Once the ship is ready, ready, cargo will be added onto the cargo grids of the ship over a period of approximately five, mi- five or so minutes, depending on the size of the load. Um, depending on the size of the load. Currently, these boxes will just pop into place. If the player moves or someone enters the area, the transfer will be interrupted until the disruption is addressed or the loading area is eventually revoked. After the transfer is complete successfully, after transfer is complete successfully, the player will be prompted to leave the area. Eventually, getting a warning for impounding if they do not. Okay.
0: So let's talk about two things, Meg. I'm gonna come back to you. Have you had a chance to do anything with trade or cargo to see how the boxes come into ships? Now, have you had a chance to? Yeah. Do that? Well, let me ask. I'm asking Meg if she got a chance to see it yet. Oh, me? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 You have seen it, the different mm-hmm. boxes yeah. and stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, which ship? Do you remember which ship it was you were using when you did it?
1: Um, are we talking? Wait, are we talking about the whole sea?
0: No, 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 just in general. Any ship, any ship. Um, even, even if it's the whole sea, any ship.
1: Yeah, the whole sea and
0: the C2. The C2. Okay. Yeah. Because what what people may not know is that those various box sizes you talked about now can get loaded into the ship. So you literally see various types of boxes, not just the one. What was the size before? One SCU, to 88C. were those box sizes, the original ones? Just one. The one SCU? Okay. So now you can, depending on what your loads are, you can mix and match, you can have different sizes, all that good stuff pop into the into the ships now. Cal Calradi, you talked about the whole sea though. And I gotta say this, I was a little confused when we talked about this thing coming with the whole sea because here's the scenario I pictured and several people that I talked to pictured was that when the whole sea would come in, it would go to the cargo decks. Like that's where you would go. And when you wanted to put your order in, you would put your order in at the cargo decks, at that desk that's down there already, not the admin office. And you would just have a cargo, you would have a a docking collar that came out of the cargo deck area. That, to me, would have made sense. I don't know why we don't have a docking collar at the cargo decks. We have a... What do we have? Like a little box that we have to go out there the and hover cube. and stop at a hollow right. cube. <laughs> yep. And And um, okay, I get it, guys. Proof of concept, CIG. But come on, you had the we, the cargo decks have been sitting there for three years, almost yeah. empty. It, what would it have taken to get the cargo, the you know, the docking tower to come out and attach? And just now we got to sit out there in ghost space, hover. You know what I mean? You're Rolling not locked down to people like but, me. thank you. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Yo yo, did you did you see what the the issue is with with people who can come in and give you grief? Have you heard uh, about that? Oh, no,
1: just from reading that, I I, I already was, you already know, right? Quick, Calrod, you can just disrupt what you're doing.
0: Exactly. Cool. And the <laughs> kicker the kicker is they don't even have to mess with you. If they just come in the space, they shut down the cargo loading process. Okay, C I G. Instant impound on anything that's not supposed to be there. Instant impound. If if a, a freaking Aurora pulls into there, instant impound, fifty thousand dollar fine. Boom, kills the whole griefing thing of it. Okay, that, I don't get it. You're making it difficult. That, that, that am I missing oh, something? Yeah, there right? are ways to
2: get around that. Trust me.
0: Oh well, yeah, fi- yeah. Well, you keep wanting to get hit for fifty grand, that's cool with me, brother. <laughs> I, it's not bothering me, you know. But I, no, I'm saying instant impound. I mean, literally, like if you pull into that space, your ship disappears, you get sucked in or, hey, go to prison. <laughs> go to prison. Yeah, that's another solution. Go to prison. Hey, restricted area. You come in that sucker. There's a three, a five second countdown and boom, your ship is impounded for 50 grand and you go to prison. That's how I feel about it. I know <laughs> I know, some of y'all don't like all that, but that's me. <laughs> hey, so anyway, go ahead. What are you going to say, Cal 80, yeah, I,
2: I, so, for that aspect with regard to the whole loading system and stuff, so, I, I did feel that um, that it was a bit convoluted mm-hmm. uh, because, I mean, for those who've tested, you know that you have to go to admin. Um, but first, you have to make sure that your ship is delivered uh, via the sub terminal.
3: Right.
2: You have to go to admin, buy the cargo, <laughs> and then once system, um, once the server and everything doesn't bug out, you spawn the ship, or you could have it spawned already.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Then you have to undock. The cargo ATC version of ATC either automatically shows you where the the Holocube is to load, or you have to contact it via the comm link. You go there, wait, load um, load your stuff, and then you go to the station, sell it, you kind of have to do the reverse method of that. And then if you want to buy cargo again, you have to do the reverse method of that to continue. Um, So it, it, you know, the current um, process does feel convoluted um, and there are some um, forfeit conditions that I really, really hope persons pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say one really, really quickly. Um, It was my assumption that when you bought cargo and it was, you know, assigned to your Hull C, you didn't spawn the Hull C, and you have it loaded and you didn't have it loaded yet that it was tied to, to the hull c um but what happened uh, a couple of days ago is i i forgot something at area 18 and i was at by Genie point mm-hmm. i bought the cargo for the hull c but it was still you know despawned and i thought okay i'll i'll spawn uh, my avenger titan and i'll go to area 18. I went to Area 18 and I re- and I saw a message notification pop up that my cargo was forfeited. So the cargo that you buy yes. is actually tied to the player. Yep. So be sure, be very careful, and you lose your, your age. <laughs> keep both your cargo and your Alpha UEC. So people, it is a temporary thing just to, you know, see how, you know, the whole cargo gameplay works, mm-hmm. right? So just be careful. Way around that, if you buy your cargo and you forget and you want to leave the station early... Spawn the cargo, mm-hmm. get it loaded, and then um, you know despawn it again, and then you can leave your station freely. Don't risk losing <laughs> your million or couple million alpha UEC. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, I do see where they're coming from. Uh, it was, it, you know, um, going back to what you said, Griff, real mm-hmm. quick, uh, with regards to why you know we don't have the accommodation via the cargo deck. Um, you know, it, it's my assumption that either one, they didn't have time and they just wanted to get the proof of concept out there, or they have something else planned for cargo deck and the interior that we see may not actually be the interior that we're going to be using. So that's my assumption as to why they maybe didn't put in the work to yeah. move the interaction of buying the cargo from the admin office mm-hmm. to the cargo deck, yeah. uh, that they're going to probably change it. But yeah. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. Thanks for the warning about the uh, leaving the station thing because yeah. that that does that does suck. Yeah. Uh, Red Dragon, to answer your question, uh, thank you. as your first time chatter. Uh, we've got folks here who've been here for ten years, folks who've been here for two years. So it's a variety of experiences and time in the game. Um, what was I going to say about the? Oh, Meg, I want to come back to you. Um, one of the things that's difficult about Star Citizen is that people sometimes evaluate the game on where it is now versus where it's supposed to be later, right? And a lot of stuff that we get right now is proof of concept sometimes. Things come in and they're testing it just to see how it works and how we respond to it. And there are other things that they're pretty confident that they're not gonna be in the game. One of those things is the loading. You mentioned about the whole sea being loaded. And for those of you who haven't seen any video of it, we don't have any video here today. Usually I know we give you guys something to look at, but what happens is you pull into this area underneath by the cargo deck and you have your wings extended and then the boxes start to load up, right? You start to see them, right, Meg? They start to pop in. If you've got a full load, it takes about five minutes for those boxes to pop in. But Meg, what we want to tell people is that the day is coming when it's not going to be five minutes. That if you've got a whole C or a whole D or a whole E, Ooh. it's going to be somewhat a combination of you hiring NPCs, manually loading it with your org or whatever, and instead of being five minutes, it may be thirty minutes. Now, let me share with you why we say that, guys. And I'm, I'm just giving you based on what CID's been doing so far. Uh, Calrady, you weren't with us when we had that pirate attack a few weeks back with Ops Chief. Were you? Were you there that night? Were you with? I us was. Yeah. Okay. Remember now, this is what happened, Meg. Ops Chief had a full C2 loaded, 1.2 million of stuff. He got pirated. We came back later after the pirates and eventually we chased them off for a while. They had had the ship for an hour and it was at least what, six to eight of them, Calradi? At least? About that, yeah. They, in an hour, they had only unloaded about 20% of that ship. And that was with one SCU boxes, okay? Now, all I'm saying is, is that if you're loading up stuff on the the whole sea, if you're doing all 32 SCU boxes, it may be less time, you know what I'm saying? But if you're loading four SCU, eight SCU, 16s and all this other stuff and you're using an SRV and you're doing it, my question becomes, you know, what's the process going to be? Do you think players are going to, I'm asking you this, Meg, she's grinning. Do you think that the players are going to handle, I mean, for some people five minutes is too long. What if, if they find out it's going to take them 45 minutes to load their whole C, you think players are going to be cool with that?
1: Um, I'd say it's probably, like, I just don't know the player base of this game, I guess. Because <laughs> I would argue that maybe 75% of the people understand that this is, like, a space sim. Like, it's, this is, that's more realistic. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they would actually possibly thoroughly enjoy that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the 25%, which is more, like, me, even though I would enjoy that, like, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I, would, I would enjoy it. But, like, I come from, like, games that are fast-paced and, like, like, like they're just... Fast travel, like let's just get this done. Yep. Um, I'd be annoyed, but
0: so Meg is going to be the captain, Cal Roddy. That's what she's telling you now. Yeah, she' gonna just be the captain. She' gonna hire her <laughs> org and she' gonna go do something else and come back forty five <laughs> minutes later. That's what she's saying <laughs> is gonna happen. Okay. And yet, I've been. What am I paying you for? Don't
2: paid until you're done. Hey, hey,
0: there you go. See there, y'all pirate, pirate Meg, y'all, y'all hear it now, okay? Mm. So here, here's the deal, Meg. This is where other aspects of the game do come in, because some people will say, well, you know, what what will we do for that time? That's the reason why there are the restaurants and the bars and the social areas. Really, it is. Because, you know, when your folks come to hook you up and you say, hey, I got a whole sea and I need to move 5 million in stuff, you know what I'm saying? That's when you get your gang and your crew together, you know, and say, come on, we need to knock this out in 20 minutes so we can go do this stuff. And while the people are waiting, you you know, seriously, you might be like, I'm flying the ship. I'm gonna go down here and get the food and stock up and get stuff ready so that when the ship's ready to go, we're ready to blow out of here, okay? But that's where all the iterative gameplay comes in. But I, I appreciate what you're saying. There, That's what's cool about it. There are some people that that gameplay is gonna really reach out to, but then there's other stuff that other players will be like, let me know when it's ready. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm ready to hit it. So there's nothing wrong with that. That's cool. Okay. All right, so we're gonna move on past the cargo stuff, y'all. Talk about stuff that none of us can talk about right now, which is the... <laughs> The illegal salvage (laughs) missions, um, illegal salvage cover-up mission. Salvage cover-up is a new variation on the salvage missions. These new missions come as a new illegal mission contract called the tar pits to cover up for the perpetrator of a crime. In this case, nine tails who want to keep their involvement under the radar. You're tasked to hull scrape their entire ship to remove the nine tails paint job before the ship evidence is discovered by security. If security forces arrive before you manage to perform the cover-up, the security ships spot the hull colors, report back, and you will fall, fail and be attacked if at that location. Do it in time, and the tar pits will pay you handsomely for your efforts and your silence. Now, none of us got a chance to do this mission, but we did hear that these illegal missions were coming with nine tails. So basically, you got a what? What they, what they used to call a, clean, a cleaner. That's basically what you all know about a cleaner. Meg, do you know what a cleaner is? Uh, no. All right, here's what a cleaner is, right? I go, I'm, I'm a hit man. I come after Cal Roddy and I bump him off. All right. Try You get what I'm saying? I bump him off. And then you come into the place and you say, oh man, Griff killed off Cal Roddy, but he left the mess. You get on the horn and you call the cleaner. <laughs> That's the person that shows up, cleans up all the blood, the body, puts the room looking back to normal. And then when everybody comes back later, nobody knew nothing happened. So this mission is kind of like a cleaner mission. You get hired to basically go out there and strip that ship down before security finds out that Nine Tails is that's a tail ship. Okay. Sounds pretty cool. Somebody who wants to go out there and do that. But it says it pays handsomely. I don't know if anybody in chat knows what handsomely is yet because I have not done this mission. If anybody has, please let us know how much you make on this particular mission. All right. Okay. Anybody got any thoughts on that one, Meg or Calradi? If not, we'll press on.
2: So I would say that um, uh, not just this mission, because I did do the legal salvage missions mm-hmm. before, and I continue and I aim to do both of them when three twenty goes live. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to see that they're creating more of these, um, I would say, modular pieces, because we know that they're still working toward a dynamic mission system. Mm-hmm. And this dynamic mission system will uh support the interlocking of different missions in a lot more um deeper scale because that's how you know that's how they want to link the mission system to quantum to make the missions feel a lot more natural a lot more dynamic a mm-hmm. lot more um, emergent in some way um so you know it's it's nice to see this and um i have my thoughts on how this kind of thing could also um work with uh the update to um i think it was i don't know if we have a dedicated card to it with regards to the new missions um or rather the update to the ship pools in mm-hmm. those bounty missions you know so it's not, um but we'll we could always talk about that later
0: okay gotcha all we'll move on then let's go back to this one um Meg, you started out talking about this a little bit, the whole sea. Give us your initial thoughts. I mean, I know I mean, I know you talked to me you're into the small ships and by the way, I saw that you uh ended up with a big ship. Finally, <laughs> somebody broke somebody broke your pattern and gave you a big ship. But yeah. um <laughs> but uh I mean, I don't know, does this fall into that category for you for, you know, hey, too big for me. I'm not into this thing or or were you or were you impressed by it or something you would think about or nah, not for me. The whole
1: C. I'm... Okay, so... I... A little bit of backstory here. Okay. I saw the whole C a couple of months ago, I think, and it blew my freaking mind. Mm-hmm. Which introduced me into the rest of the whole line, mm-hmm. which also blew my mind even more, knowing that they just get bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole A is cute. I think it's too small. This mm-hmm. is the whole C. I feel like the whole B would would be nice is there a whole b yeah okay it'd be weird if there wasn't it would the be whole <laughs> would probably be like as big as i go the sea's not too big but i don't know yeah it's pretty big yeah it's a big I, I like it yeah it's it's very nice i i've become a sucker for uh misc ships more and more mm. um i like their look mm-hmm. and it looks really nice. I'm excited for um, that that walkway in between the the two mm-hmm. different parts. I don't know mm-hmm. like, what else we call them, but uh, um, those getting bigger and bigger. I think somebody said at some point like you could even drive like a PTV through there with like the E <laughs> oh or something. God. I was like, wow. Um, oh but yeah, that, that tunnel system is really neat. Um, I like the the exterior door, mm-hmm. uh, on the top of where that back
3: in the engine back mm-hmm. engine yeah, area. That's
1: mm. <laughs> a really cool I I stumbled upon that I don't even know if I fully walked through the entire ship it was a bit of a maze for me for some reason mm-hmm. um it's a but big it ship. looks really nice yeah the the interior is great that's another thing I like about miss ships I really like the interiors um the it also comes with a freaking captain's chair which is great I like <laughs> that about this barfa um like it, I just wish you could do more I could be wrong maybe you can do stuff in the captain's seat mm-hmm. I don't know if you know Colorado or Griffin but yeah, I, I like that about the ship and
0: yeah, it's great. Okay, cool. Calradi, your thoughts on the uh, Hull Sea? Well, let me say this real quick too, Meg, just so you'll know, the Hull Sea is in lore, the most used trade or cargo ship in the game, even with NPCs. So if there's ever a ship that you're gonna see that's hauling stuff back and forth beyond players, this is mm-hmm. this is like us watching freight tra- you know, freight tr- uh, trucks on the expressway or or, or freight trains. The whole C is the most one that's used most in the game. So whether it's NPCs or players, you'll, you're going to end up seeing a lot of them in game just in general, um, is cool. the way that they move stuff around. Okay. Yeah.
1: It, it gets me excited for more systems.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely.
1: Figureships are so necessary.
0: Yeah. Kalradi, good thoughts on the whole C.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Griff. As you know, coincidentally, as you mentioned and reminded me that it's the most used, cargo ship in the systems, it reminded me way back on on Microsoft Freelancer where they had you know, um, I can't remember the name of the freight ship but um, that's one of the things that I look forward to seeing in the Mm Hulsey or rather being used in the Hulsey by NPCs. You have your Hulsey, you have the escorts and you can either you know, escort it from one point to another or you can raid it yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things I definitely give the devs um, props on is when they told us that um, the whole C is, I think, a combination of two different modular halves, where the two object containers have to kind of blend in with regards to their physics traits. Mm-hmm. The first thing that got me worried was, okay, what's going to happen when mm-hmm. you know the server is loaded? Mm-hmm. Is it going to desync and everything? But it is absolutely smooth. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm talking too quickly, and we have to see until live releases, but. Um, I don't know if it uses the same, you know, thing as two physics grids interacting or rather the whole or rather an extension between how the Merlin docks with the um with the with the Connie ships. But um I was pleasantly surprised, you know, and it just goes to show that they definitely know what they're doing. It could be it, it, it takes a little a, a little bit of, of extra time, mm-hmm. but they definitely know what they're doing. And the last thing I do want to say is um it, it, I'm curious to know whether or not they're taking design inspiration, uh, from the interior and applying it to the update of the Starfarer, because I mean, personally, I do love the interior of the Starfarer, but I think I'm in the minority with regards to that. I do love how confusing it is, um, as an FPS level. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, you know, I'm, I'm guessing they're taking some design inspiration, uh, from the Halsey and applying it to the Starfarer. I'm curious to know
0: to what extent, you know? Well, let me take it further. I think what they're doing is, and I could be wrong, but I think that the whole A became the new standard for ships because this one definitely reflects the interior, as far as the interior design and exterior, it reflects what they did with the whole A for sure. And I'm hoping that that is the new look for it because it's a much more, the other one kind of had like a throwback retro steam look, but this one is more futuristic to me, both internally and externally. So I like the new look and I hope they do carry it over. And I know they're going to do the whole interior rework on the Starfare, Like you said, we'll have to see where that ends up being uh, CIG's learned a lot in the sense of layout and uh, what's intuitive as far as what they do interior, but also because of the issues with NPCs being able to walk around a whole lot of the stuff that they're going to have to move some things around. Um, for me, to your point, the whole C has been a long time coming and it is, it, you know, it's so funny. There's a lot of stuff that we have in star citizen that we've gotten so used to that we've forgotten that there are some real technological feats being done. And for them to be able to create this ship with the cargo grids, and as you mentioned, the modularity of the sections. Yo-Yo, you mentioned about the fact that there's these two external ends of a ship, You know, the main area in the front and the engineering area. I mean, there's a lot of tech that goes into making all that work and work well, and that it's all speaking and connecting to each other like as if it was the real thing, you know what I mean? There's not any tricks being played here. They really had to be able to create those grids Um, because later on your cargo manifests and things like that, like like right now, you know, when you go down to the TDD and you go sell something like salvage, you actually see what boxes are on those locations, right? You see the different individual boxes. Well, they wanna make it to such a degree that not only do you see what boxes are there, but what's in those boxes. And we've seen that detailed we're going to talk about the multi-tool now, which now has that feature being built into it, where you can actually see what's in the boxes when you move the multi-tools now. So, you know, a lot of times we don't, again, this goes back to what we were saying earlier, where the game is now versus where the game is intended to be later on. Uh, this is a pretty big feat for this ship. And it's definitely, to Meg's point, imagine when we see the whole D and the whole E, you know, the scale of the ship. We're at what, uh, 4092, something like that, SCU on this thing. You start getting into the whole D and E where the numbers are five digits, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy to think about what these ships are going to be able to carry later. So
2: They'll have to increase, um, the, or make new box sizes because
0: even 32 SCU, I (laughs) don't think that's, that's large enough. It's big. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to think about it when you think about it in the end. Um, Let's go over to what Meg was talking about earlier. Some of you all may remember that CIG talked about Rastar. Uh, Meg, if you wouldn't mind, would you read that? And then we'll talk about it a little bit.
1: Yep. Um, How do you say it? You said Rastar, Rastar. Okay, Rastar Rastar. Rastar is a tool which is used to quickly build POIs on planet services by combining pre-built modules together at the click of a button. They also change the way which mission locations are set up and streamed in. Essentially. They are the future of creating planetary locations this update moves all our original ugfs which i don't know what that stands for what ugf yeah underground facility underground facility mm-hmm. okay uh all our original ugfs over to the new Rastar tool workflow all ugfs have been replaced in the same positions as they were previously with the settings they previously had applied to them reapplied where appropriate this means functionally the current location should be no different than they were before on the mission side of things. And also art-wise should be the same bearing um, some minor adjustments to the exterior layout of each location.
0: So some of you guys may remember, remember what the rest our piece is, but it's the, basically it's like the, um, I don't know, like this the prop setting, like where the buildings and everything land and they've got it set up so that they, that it kind of makes sense, but every station looks unique in some form. And right now, There's nothing internally in the UGFs and the underground facilities that has changed. But on the external, I did a mission the other day just to see what it was like. And I went to one of the former locations and what I saw was not just what used to be just the UGF with some container crates and things around it. But now there are other buildings. There's other stuff that's out there. It's spread out wider in the area as well. So I don't know, um, Calradi, do you think that one of the reasons that's there is because they've talked about being able to implement things like NPCs or guards at other places. So now everything's not centralized around just that main building, but there are other, you know what I mean? Hiding places, other stuff, but it's, you know, it, it looks, like I said, every place looks a little more different now. It doesn't look like they're just like copy and paste of other locations.
2: Yeah, yeah, Griff, to, you know, to build on what you talked about, the word that you mentioned, unification, Um, You know, it's a tool that they're aiming to, you know, Firstly, unify all the props, unify all the interactions between okay, the procedural AI, the nav mesh placements, and all those things to not only create and you know help the developers to put in those things a lot easier, but a lot faster too, hmm. in a more procedural way. Um, you know, there are some artifacts um, that you may see when you're testing. Like for example, when I was going back up the elevator, I saw this floating rock right next to me. I'm like okay, <laughs> but um, you know it um, it's. It's getting there, you know. So it's good that they've 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 been able to integrate this. And um it's not, um I don't doubt that they're also using it for their you know their other placements and of locations and, and such that they haven't really shown us yet. Um because remember, when they start building out you know star systems, they have to integrate navmesh procedural AI. Um, props, um, unique procedural um, assets, all those things in a short enough time and then move on to the next thing because um, it's if they don't do that, and if they don't have a, a unified system to do that or a tool, it's going to take them some time. And of course, eventually, you know, uh, once things go well, uh, we'll be using a variation of this for our base building as well. So they, it'll have to be in one complete package for us as gamers to be able to use a varied version in a more in a much more simplified way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. I'm going to ask that you guys in chat please keep the chat on a good level. Let's not go anywhere really bad because we really want to be able to be able to be both positive and critique the game. But I don't want to get into a big conversation. <laughs>
2: they say the Fight Club,
0: guys. Yeah, I don't want to get into a big conversation about the PTU because that's not what this particular show is about. So let's keep it focused on where we are. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm impressed with the whole thing with Rastar and I'm hoping that we see it get developed even more for the interiors because that's what I'm really looking forward to. And I know CIG says that there's going to be this whole new unique design. that's going to be coming up with that, too. So something else to look forward to. But, you know, these tools have been a long time coming, you know, and they're finally getting in place now. And like you said, they'll expedite us being able to um, go further out with when we start getting to the other systems and stuff and stuff happening very quickly, too. Okay, okay, let's go ahead and hit this next one here now. I'm a little ignorant in this area. I'm a lot ignorant in this area. Because I'm not really had a chance to go monkey around with the with this thing with the wheeled vehicle handling. Um, They did updates and improvements to the current ground vehicle movement parameters and simulation, allowing for more robust tuning and identity between various ground vehicles. I know people who are into the esports are probably going to be the ones that really, really feel this more than anyone, because I think you have to be using those vehicles a lot to get it. Um, but I don't know, Meg, Calradi, if either of you had a chance to test anything out with any of the vehicles, because the basically what they're saying is this, vehicles should all feel unique and very different, both in their handling, weight, the response. And one of the complaints has been that there hasn't been a lot to distinguish the difference in some of the different vehicles. So I don't know, Calradi, Meg, either of you had a chance to monkey with this? Because I honestly, during PTU, I've not had a chance to monkey around with it. Whoever wants to go first? <laughs> You're to go
2: first. Or could I? <laughs> you go. <laughs> All right. So I, you know, um, I only got a, a, a chance to test it very briefly. That was with tumbrel. Um and it. I don't know if, and this was about um, almost a week ago. So I don't know if they, they've made it further in tuning. But I do notice that uh, when you go up a hill, it's a lot more difficult to actually continue going up the hill. Mm. It does feel more. Um, realistic where okay if you don't have enough speed you can't you know literally spider-man your way up um if you if you don't have the momentum and you literally roll back down if you don't have that kind of momentum okay um and when you actually take inclines you don't um even on especially on a 1g planet uh you don't um you know how in most cases since your front leaves um the ground first it should actually tilt down in in a in a more parabolic motion Mm -hmm. um so in this case, it's reflecting that now, as opposed to just, you know, I'm doing the Chris but I know, it, as opposed to just <laughs> leaving, um, you know, somewhat of incline and staying this mm-hmm. way is, instead of actually doing this way. So wow. um, it feels a lot more um, uh, reflective of what's supposed to happen. Okay. Um, it did feel a little drifty. I don't know if that was because of the terrain or they they needed some more tuning. Mm -hmm. Um, But one thing to note also is that um, it only applies to wheeled vehicles, not even track vehicles. It does not apply to the tanks. So only the wheeled vehicles for now, Um, and I I guess, you know, they'll build off of that if it's hover vehicle handling improvements and track vehicles Mm -hmm. handling improvements eventually.
0: Yeah. Prisoner, thank you for the 100 bits. We appreciate that as always. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Meg, I never did ask you, are you into the whole vehicle racing thing? Because I know you like a lot of stuff fast and quick, but I, I've never, <laughs> I never got a chance to ask you, are you into the vehicles at all?
1: Um, I'm into the vehicles a lot, but I've never done actual racing, like race tracks okay. or anything like that. i usually just take them out and goof off. Okay.
0: Okay. So you haven't had a chance to test this either in PTU? Cause I
1: haven't. Um, I, so really, no, I okay. got out and tested the STV, but I have not compared it to the other vehicles, mm. so really
0: no. Okay. Is that, the, is that your vehicle of choice, the STV?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's okay. fast. it is. No, it's a cool vehicle. I actually, it's a surprising vehicle. A lot of people seem to like this, the Steve, as they call it. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Cool.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's jump into this one, uh, Cal Would you mind reading that one, the AI ship balance?
2: Yeah, sure. So the AI ship difficulty rebalance. Favorite. Until now, there has been a very small of ships available to use as AI in missions. With this new change, we have included every ship able to QT into the mix for both criminals and civilians, though some that didn't make sense for criminals have not been added, like Cutlass Blue, for instance. This update includes a full AI ship rebalance of difficulties. Ships have been divided into difficulty bands, which have mainly been derived from large data based on PVP analytics. Finally. We have also made a new ship difficulty band of Very Hard, which is now reflected in Very Hard Bounty slash Assassination
0: missions. Okay. Um, Let's talk about that a little bit. As you guys know, NPCs have normally been coming in certain types of ships, but CIG has expanded that now, right, Calradi? It's beyond that now. Oh, Yeah. They'll show up a in a, a lot time. of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meg, have you had any of that happen yet where some other ships showed up now that wasn't like a typical Cuddy Black or, you know, certain ships that used to always show up as NPC ships?
1: Um, yeah, well, I mean, I've done the, um, what's it called? I'm blanking, combat assist beacons. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. If this isn't, we're not like, if we're mm-hmm. talking, mm-hmm. um, strictly like bounty stuff Then no, mm-hmm. but. Doing those, yeah. I mean, I've seen Reclaimers out there. I mean, we've seen Reclaimers <laughs> more, but um, I feel like I've seen Starfares, Connie's, yeah, definitely more ships.
0: Yeah. And if you've done any of those missions where, like, sometimes people get the the mercenary missions or the missions where you go down to, like, the, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, a, a settlement or something like that, and you, like, one time we we, were, we literally took some ships out. And then as soon as we landed and got out the ships, another group of ships showed up. And they were various different ones, too, you know, that we weren't mm. expecting. Um, and it, it wasn't just like a Cutlass Black and some other stuff. I, I have yet to have the Cutty Black thing show up. What mission is that where the Cutty Black shows up and they actually the NPCs jump out?
2: Oh, so those are the, the delivery missions, actually. Um, but I haven't seen the, the NPCs j- jump out in quite a well, while. Well, usually they don't, yeah, they, people
0: go in and kill them, right? They don't get out
1: they're on the mercenary missions as well they the are that, they're like mm. outposts yeah you, you usually go there and there's like eight exploded cutty blacks <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay okay all right so evidently they've, they've done some rebalancing for the ai in the ships and i do want to talk about ai a little bit later because there's some things that i'm wondering whether or not cig is beginning to test i don't know if this is quanta or whether it's just AI stuff. We will talk about it a little bit later, but I am curious to see what you guys think about it um, when we get to it. Okay, let's move on. We're chopping through, chopping through because we're almost at the top of the hour. Uh, Vaulting and mantling. um, Air ledge grab improvements. Implementing updated vaulting and mantling improvements that make the process much more smooth and intuitive for players. This update allows players to now be able to grab ledges while running and jumping. Low-high vault while running and or in midair and allows low-high mantle while running and or in midair. Um, Meg, I don't know if you are around back when this was in here before. Cal, riding do you remember what patch it was back in the day where we actually could vault and mantle over the railings? Remember like if you were in the UGF, you used to be able to climb, like you could run and jump and climb over them? not just jump yeah. over them, but you literally animated over them and they took it yeah. out. Yeah. Do you yeah, remember did, how long they, ago that it was?
2: It was yeah. So they took it out um, for a time. Do
0: you remember what patch that was when that was? I cannot remember. It was some time ago. Yeah. Meg, that was before your time, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Sorry,
1: sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to
3: definitely that. No, no, it's okay. It's okay.
0: No, yeah, she's making us like the old guys around here. Yeah, definitely. That was before my time. I know, right? Yeah, right? I know. No, there was a time where you could, Meg, you could run to the railings and you literally would grab them and jump over them. And then they took it out. And, okay. but then CIG did tell us that they were now going to make it where you could run and jump. Like right now we go up to the wall and then you kind of like, you kind of half run and jump. It's a weird, you know what I mean? It's a weird technique to grab a wall. But now they've expanded it more. Okay, so now what I don't know about is this mid-air stuff. Have you guys tried that yet?
1: I'm pretty sure. Does that not refer to the Cuddy Black?
0: Maybe we were climbing to the ship. You mean from the side? It might be. I haven't tried it. That's vaulting. I did actually. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. Yeah, because you couldn't do it in the black before. You could do it in the Valkyrie, I think, but that was like built into the Valk. But this is like everything, like ledges, caves, whatever. Okay, now, yeah. Like when you get to those derelict ships, you need to jump mm-hmm. up, all that stuff. Now it's supposed to be expanded further. But you can do it well, in the Cuddy Black? You did you,
1: it? You definitely can do it in the Black. Oh, nice. Um, so, but that's the all I've experienced. I haven't tried doing it anywhere else. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, likewise. I, I specifically did it with the Cuddy Black because I know that on low-G planets, it was easier. But 1G, oh, it was hell. And I actually hell. did it on a 1G planet. And it was was great
1: yeah. Yeah. Was like, that's, you were talking about um trying to tell people about um watching out for their cargo with the whole sea mm-hmm. they need to watch out for that now gonna, <laughs> yeah. people are used to yeah. leaving
0: that's true that's very true very true yeah um who was that who just asked that question uh someone asked was this in 320 the answer to that is yes this is coming in three twenty. It went by so fast I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was Ray Squad. Oh, yeah, Ray. This yeah. is stuff we're talking about that's in the PTU right now. Uh that that they that we are testing and playing with right now. Um okay, vaulting. Mm-hmm. Uh
2: I did experience it in the hull C. Um when I actually um turned around and I kind of ignored the um the the ladder animation. I just turned around and instead of facing the ladder I fell down mm-hmm. when i turned around to face the ladder midair actually grabbed, grabbed to the to the ladder oh nice yeah
0: nice so that was a pleasant
2: surprise nice
0: nice nice, nice yeah there was something else about the whole seat i meant to mention earlier i completely forgot but i'm gonna let it go because we're way past it at this point um let's talk about mining and stability for those of you who are into mining you guys know there were some major changes in 3.19 um some people weren't really happy with that uh, but CIG has done some more adjustments. One of the big ones that they've done is with mining stability. Um, and if I'm understanding this correctly, because I went out and did a little bit of this, um, basically, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Cal Roddy or Meg, if either of you guys have done this, now your mining lasers' power affects stability. Uh, the more power you give to the rock, you're you're cutting through it quicker. But it also gets a little bit more unstable. If you take it to a lower number, you don't get the instability as much um, when you're when you're when you're trying to crack a rock. Um, so, in other words, you really have to be paying attention to what you're doing. Nothing wrong with pumping the power up and getting it up there, but once you get it there, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do. You can like just I'm gonna call them cheats. There are a lot of different techniques when you're cracking a rock. Some of it is a matter of just you know adjusting your power sometimes it's a matter of just pulling your ship back or moving it forward just enough to get that you know that sweet spot to stay for you um there's a lot of techniques that miners use everybody does it a little bit differently um but uh there is a difference with stability now where before the stability seemed to be kind of wild you don't get that feeling or that sense now when you're trying to break a rock in the game uh so they've kind of done that with the stability of the rocks okay meg do you mind do I mind reading this? No, no, no. Do you? <laughs> no. M-I-N-E, uh, M-I-N-E. D- like, D- you not know. in D, D- like... not in D, not with a D, <laughs> um, with, an I, D. I <laughs> with an E, with an E, with an E, not a D. I'm
1: sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, in 319, I actually got into mining some more, but I haven't done it at all in um, PTU. Okay. But yeah, I definitely have seen the difference in the stability. I, I was mining a lot with Abdi, mm-hmm. and he's he's a genius at all that stuff and doing all that research and finding things. and. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot to mining. It's actually kind of crazy. It's, it's way more challenging than salvaging. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like we were kind of talking about earlier with how things can be more difficult. That's, it's kind of makes it more realistic and and fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know I, I get exactly what you're talking about, but I have mm-hmm. not tested at all. Okay. Good to you.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting that you made that comparison with salvage because salvage is still like a tier zero, you know, <laughs> it, it really is. Um, and mining's probably like a tier four now, you know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see where salvage, you know, progresses further because, because, you know, there's a, there's a part of mining that it can be very basic and very simple if you want it to be, or it can be as in-depth as you want it to be, which is kind of cool, you know, Uh. um, which is a cool feature as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's jump into these next areas. Now we're going to kind of all rely on each other here because as you guys know, when 3.2 went through 3.2 point 320 went to Eva the first thing that Eva was got was Arena Commander, uh, which was you know kind of off-putting. Some people kind of thought, oh, wow, well, normally they're getting the game, but no, it was Arena Commander. And we were hearing all this stuff about Arena Commander. When we did our show last week or week, no, last week, the AI show, we talked about how CIG wants um, Arena Commander to be a much more integrated part to the Persistent Universe. Right now, we log in two separate menus. You log into either the PU, the universe, or you log into arena commander. But the idea eventually is that all this stuff will be unified. So in game, when you are, Meg, when you're training your people in your org and y'all trying to learn how to go out there and do some straight combat, the idea is that you guys have bought those pods that are down in the uh, store and put those in your ship and your people on your ship will get in those pods and do their simulation and they'll be loading into Arena Commander. That way you guys can get all your practicing in and combat in and flying techniques and not have to worry about getting a crime stat. That's kind of the direction that they're trying to go with this thing with Arena Commander. So people might be wondering, why is Arena Commander expanding so much? Well, that's partially why. They want you to be able to do some other things other than just Vandal Swarm or Pirate Swarm. So we're gonna kind of talk about that a little bit here, okay? Arena commander has had a huge update. You all huge, huge, huge. Okay. A lot different. It does not look like the animal it was before. Um, they're trying to do this unified front end and lobby system. You're going to see that the lobby system is totally new. Um, the spawning and loadout module refactor, and there's new rewards that have been added just to give you an idea of what it looks like. Now, when you go in, these are the different game modes that are available to you now. Um, before there were only four, Now you got nine different things going on, including tank Royale, which y'all left Meg standing out there by herself again. Okay. (laughs) Um, But you can see there are some old familiars here, Vandal Swarm, Pirate Swarm, Classic Race, and Free Flight. But now they've added an area for master modes, for squadron battles, the tank Royale, and then dealing with controls and stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about those as well. There's also a master mode Vandal Swarm that's out there for two. Okay. Let's jump into this a little bit, Uh, the game modes. An exciting new initiative for Arena Commander has experimental modes. Rotate for a limited time throughout the patch cycle. These modes range from simple variants of existing modes like single weapon elimination to brand new modes that explore new mechanics, locations, or even in development features before they reach the persistent universe like part of the new flight model master modes. Now you guys know this, Master Modes is only in the Arena Commander segment of this patch. It has not been implemented into the PU. So if you're going into the universe wondering where is Master Modes, it's not there. It's only in Arena Commander right now. Some of the new modes are Gun Rush, Tank Royale, Team Tank Battles, Single Weapon Elimination, Duels, Too Fury, two Furious, uh, and the Master Modes for Free Flight, Dueling, and Endless Vandal Swarm. That one I have not tried, but I heard about it, Cal Roddy, Can you tell people Ooh. a little bit about well, yo yo, you never did get to do Tank Royale. You waited, but it never happened, right?
1: That's true.
0: All right, I y'all it's like to wait in we gon' get Meg and get we're gonna Me get together too. and we're gonna go Me out there too. and do that Tank Royale with Meg, all right? Um Yes. yes. Uh Cal Roddy, can you talk a little bit about the people may be curious about what that endless Vandal Swarm is? Can you talk about that?
2: Yeah, sure. So, I mean, if you're feeling up to it, firstly, you can try it in single player, but um, <laughs> you're definitely going to experience what Vandal Swarm feels like. Uh, but yeah, so, um, you know, long story short, it's a lot of Vandal, even from get-go, even from the first wave. They spawn, um, you know, you have a maximum of, of approximately four persons who can play in online, and you have a timer where in the first wave, a certain amount of vandals swarm, and they start attacking you. Now, given that it's master modes, you cannot... Um, you know, easily escape or apply boost or or go into cruise mode um, to kind of dodge the missiles or, you know, the missiles and the guns and those things. Your maximum speed is, I think, if I recall, 250 meters per second. You can use boost, right, to go up to about 500 meters per second, depending on the ship. Um, In this case, it's the Gladius. Um, But at the same time, uh, they stay on you, right? The reduced speed um, allow those vandal to literally swarm on you and they just continue to spawn there is no limit there is no maximum limit the the most the highest wave i've reached is 36. that was the highest wave i reached with three other people all of us were equally squi- uh, equally skilled because we had to literally destroy as many vandal as possible before the others spawn because i don't know i can't remember if it's a bug or not but um uh you have a timer a countdown timer per wave and even if you don't destroy all the vandal when once that countdown timer reduces more vandal pop up right um so it's it's a lot of fun um i'm really really enjoying it with restricted speed because you have to kind of dodge them a lot more and the good thing about it is that uh, I mean, I don't know if this is a good thing, depending on the person, but uh, the the HP, it actually feels like an actual ship now. We don't just give it a, um, a few hits and it instantly is destroyed, similar to how you would see in um, in Pirate Swarm, in traditional Pirate Swarm and traditional Vandals. Um, when you hit them, you really have to continue hitting them as if they have the, you know, the... Um, familiar HP that other ships or a regular glaive in the PU actually has. Mm. So it takes time and, uh, you have to you know, be very, very careful, very, um, especially when it comes to coordination, you have to be very precise with the cards to those things, because once again, uh, master comes with its own tuning. Uh, so yeah, it, it feels a lot of, like a lot of fun. There are some things that I would uh, that, and I've seen a lot of persons give feedback on because as that sea of red, uh, targets come online it's a bit difficult to decipher what it is that you're actually targeting mm-hmm. versus what you're not and of course once what whatever's targeted is also red so there are some improvements that they need to make I think on that front particularly for folks whose eyesights aren't a hundred percent um they kind of have to like make those uh, that contrast a little bit more contrasty. <laughs> um, but especially when it comes to the pips and those things, but yeah, it's, it's Vandal Swarm is a lot of Endless fun.
0: Okay. Meg, is there any other, these other game modes that interest you? Cause you seem to be interested in the, the tank ro- the, was the, the tank royale, the battle royale for the tanks, is that the one you were going for?
1: Yeah, that one, I mean. A bunch of tanks. Okay. It's kind of like, uh, what is it? Warhammer. What's the other one? Roll the Tanks. Mm-hmm. But on Star Citizen, like, <laughs> I'm excited for Star Citizen to be a home for many different types of games mm-hmm. so that I don't have to, like, go elsewhere to get that gameplay. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, the games, I just, I just, uh, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say anyways. Um, also, um, the different game modes, mm-hmm. I'm excited because, like, I- I've told you before, Star Citizen is my first space game mm-hmm. at all um first sim and i i grew up on like black ops uh call of duty modern warfare like those games and so i'm probably going to be spending a lot more time in arena commander than i did before like hardly ever touched arena commander um and now i'm like pretty excited to test these new modes
2: yeah yeah okay make you need to you need to try gun rush also then yeah <laughs> <laughs> definitely we have to get it to try gun rush also
3: yeah let's go <laughs> yeah
0: okay Let's go and hit the next one here. Let's talk about the Master Modes, because people have been hearing about this for a while, and there's been mixed feelings about it. Um, I got a chance to try it out a little bit. Um, Meg, if you don't mind, could you read the Master Modes piece for us here?
1: Yep. Uh, experimental versions of Free Flight, Dual, and a special endless version of Vandal Swarm will play host a collection of features that update our flight model. The original game modes will be unaffected and remain playable. Uh, dubbed Master Modes, this feature encompasses many changes to our flight systems, detailed below. Note below will detail default keybinds. Master Modes includes, includes several new features, aiming version 2, new gimbal behaviors, new aiming UI for pips, auto gimbal, crosshairs, etc. targeting v2, new targeting behaviors with new keybinds, auto targeting, targeting brackets, uh, flight tuning, and a newly updated UI that comes with that.
0: Okay. Alrighty. We're gonna take a break here because we are at the midpoint of our show. I was supposed to do the break before we read this, Meg, so please forgive me, but we are gonna come back and talk about this for a little bit. Um, As you guys know, we mentioned earlier that we're doing a fundraiser for St. Jude Children's Hospital, and you guys have been fabulous, you've been wonderful. You guys have helped us raise $2,325 for St. Jude Children's Hospital for Cancer Research, and we are looking to raise $10,000 by CitizenCon. We've already raised this much since June, first week in June, and we would like to reach the goal of $3,000 within the next week or so, because when we get to $3,000, we're going to do our very first 12-hour live stream. As we mentioned earlier, Cal Rody will be in his swim shorts in a pool, Ooh. and we're going to do all that. No, I'm just kidding. But we are going to have many guests and folks come join us for our 12-hour live stream. And you guys can help us get there. So let's take a quick look at this video on St. Jude. And then after that, we're going to come back and talk about the show. So let's see. I got to make sure I... Close out the right thing here. I got too many buttons guys. Too many buttons, turn that one off and come back here and here we go.
1: St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and YouTube are teaming up to help end childhood cancer. In September, supporters from across the nation come together during Childhood Cancer Awareness Month to raise money for the kids of St. Jude.
0: And that's when YouTube gamers will be posting videos and live streaming to raise funds to support the life-saving mission of St. Jude.
1: At St. Jude, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food because all a family should worry about is helping their child live.
0: Money Raise also supports the research that leads to groundbreaking medical discoveries that St. Jude freely shares around the globe. I can only imagine as a parent the relief that they feel when someone like St. Jude steps in.
3: I think it's a really good lesson for us to realize that we
1: need to do more and we can do more. It is a huge step in the right direction a huge step in helping just people and giving back. It's all for good. And we have a responsibility, a social responsibility to help out.
0: Find your favorite video or live stream during St. Jude Play Live on YouTube for Childhood Cancer Awareness Month and donate to this amazing cause.
2: Your support will help St. Jude further its incredible mission.
0: Finding cures, saving children. Let's end childhood cancer together. All righty, let's end childhood cancer together. You guys have already, as I said, gotten us past our first three tiers, $500, $1,000, $2,000. We're on our way to $3,000, and we know you guys can help us get there. So please share with other folks. Let them know about our fundraisers that we're doing for St. Jude Children's Hospital, even if they don't know anything about Star Citizen, Star Citizen. They probably are familiar with St. Jude Children's Hospital and the wonderful work that they do. That's again, we are six. Oh, we just went up. We are now $650 away from our goal. We can reach it. We Our numbers are spending 24. We are now $600 away from oh. our goal. You guys are amazing. You guys are already creeping up. It creeped up right in front of my eyes. That's fabulous. And we want to get to that $3,000 mark. Hopefully within the next, by the middle of this month, that's what we're shooting for, but you guys could help us get there tonight. So let's see if we can get to at least 2,500 tonight. Another hundred bucks, that would be awesome. But you guys, thank you so much that you are even considering to donate towards St. Jude Children's Hospital. You guys are marvelous. We appreciate you. And thank you, Ice Cold Joe 42. Thank you. Thank you for following and being here with us. And once again, Expat Brat, Uh, Thank you for sending your folks over. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. We really do appreciate you. Okay. That is it on St. Jude. Let's go ahead and jump back. I hit it like really like right behind itself. So hopefully it'll kick back in. Let's see. Are we live? Streaming live. See if it comes back on. There we go. (laughs) We lost everybody for a hot second. Sorry about that, gang. (laughs)
2: Right. 30K yeah, I know.
0: that was like that was crazy all right okay so we were talking about master modes yeah i know 30k in real life i know boss lady <laughs> i know i know all right hey, um we we're talking about master modes. ship club dj thank you so much for being here with us we appreciate you um meg you just got finished talking about master modes um here are some things to talk about with features have you monkeyed around with this meg yet in the uh, piece-
1: master modes or the speed?
0: Master mode. Uh, no. Okay. All right. So you're luck up on this one because I'm going to screw it up. So Cal going to have to be the one. Mr. Uh, fighter pilot <laughs> over here is going to have to correct us on this. And Cal Calradi talked a little bit about these earlier. Again, there's been a mixed feeling about about master modes. And you guys know this is not the first time that CIG has twiddly did lead with the flight model. You know, there have been times when they have hit it on the mark, sometimes when it's not completely there, sometimes when we've hated it, hover mode. Other times we've gone back and redone some things. Um, And I think that they're getting closer to what's cool. Um, Some people may not like it, but when you understand what they're trying to eliminate and what they're trying to achieve, the question is, how do you get there? One of the things they're trying to eliminate is jousting. They're trying to get away from this whole deal of us just zoom, 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 zoom. Nobody's hitting anybody, nobody's doing anything. They're also trying to eliminate the idea of people who can just take off and fly away. And there's a bunch of things they're trying to eliminate. they are trying to get us to fight more air combat style, kind of, and I yeah, I know some of you all are not gonna to like to hear this kind of World War II style where there's much closer proximity, um, where you're targeting components and systems and ships. So you're targeting engines, you're targeting maybe the, um, the uh, shield emitters, you're targeting even the quantum drive. They want you to be able to be tight like that. You can't do that at 4,000 kilometers out. They want you to be much tighter in fighting, okay? Uh, And they're trying to balance it in such a way that you're not catering to the noob, but you're not also catering to the fighter ace. They're trying to find some happy ground, which is why your comments are important to help get this thing into a really cool place, okay? So let's talk about some of the stuff. And Meg, if you got any questions, feel free to toss them Mm because you might be thinking the same thing other people are thinking about. Kalradi, you talked about this earlier, SCM speed. Um, When you're in your ship now, Your ship goes to a max of scm speed unless you boost. If you boost, it will exceed that. If you come off of boost, you come back to scm speed. But there is a negative when you boost, you lose the power to ability to fire weapons. Correct, Cal Correct. Okay, wait, when
2: you boost, you lose the to fire weapons. You you can still you can 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 still fire weapons. Which, what is it? Um, Only when. Only when you're in nav mode, you lose the ability to
0: fire weapons. Nav mode, nav mode. I'm sorry, nav yeah. mode. Okay. Um, so th- 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 let's talk about that because there's now nav mode, which we didn't have this distinction between master mode and nav mode. Can you talk about that a little bit?
2: Yeah, sure. So um, first thing first, for those who've played a Microsoft freelancer, when you click on cruise mode, you can't fire weapons. It's- it's, it's exactly like that. But mm-hmm. for those who didn't play um, Freelancer, um, Nav Mode is, is just their way to actually kind of um, uh, segment uh, the SCM and if you actually want to go somewhere, but also create that kind of balance where they want to keep um, space or combat interaction. doesn't even have to be combat only, but um, that kind of interaction at a slower speed. Um, and of course, there are some um, consequences to it. Uh, like we see in the screen, you can't use weapons, your shields go down. Um, and of course you also, eventually that's not in arena commander. Um, once we have, um, no quantum boost, we will be able to boost, um, over a short distance, um, you know, as opposed to using the full on, you know, quantum travel mode that we have to go from, uh, over a longer distance. So that's what nav mode really is about
0: mm-hmm. currently. And supposedly your energy gets into a buffer, some type of weird buffer that when you come out of nav mode, it does start to, it doesn't instantaneously bring your shields back, but it does start to come back. So there's a yeah, moment of yeah. vulnerability, basically. There, there's there's a period of vulnerability. It's like you, you got to choose which one do you want to do. Is this to go for the speed and get away and navigate, or is it the fact that it's hang back but you keep your shields and everything up? So you have to be thinking about what it is you want to do. Alex the true howdy, and thank you Ooh. for the 100 bits. We truly, yeah. truly appreciate that. Um, I wait, were you gonna say something.
2: I would say one thing though, yeah. Um, so master modes definitely makes you decide whether or not you want to <laughs> because I faced a couple people. Um, I don't know if they were intentionally doing it or if they made them. A- well, you cut uh, out a little but bit, say, I, that, say that again, oh, you right. cut out so um i faced a couple persons in um it was in dual mode uh and i don't know if it's because they were testing it out or if they made a mistake but when they went into nav mode that's of course that allows you to go at a high um but because the acceleration the you know there is a lull period where you know you're charging from scm to nav mode um you know the moment you've do that you cannot use countermeasures so Mm. popped went the weasel to them when i fired two missiles at them Mm. when they were trying to run away so if you do try to run away you have to be crafty about it if it is that you want to boost past and joust past the person and then gun it but don't try to turn around in front of the person and try to run away or if you want to hide behind a structure and you know go into nav mode from there sure but it um you know this whole thing it it requires you to be a bit more, a bit smarter. Um, I know that one of the things um, I think that CIG is aiming to do is even with traders, it doesn't have to be a combat by the way, right? Is that if you are entering a particular zone of interaction, they want us to be very careful about, okay, do we want to get into there? And it seems as though they want us, they want the entrance of combat to be easier but the exit of it to be harder Mm. so that we will be able to experience the consequences of our choices of getting Mm. into that kind of
0: interaction.
2: Mm.
0: Okay, sounds like good news. (laughs) (laughs) I have a question. (laughs) Hmm?
1: So, so with all these changes, is this just for Arena Commander, or is this going to be no. rolled into PU?
0: This, this is all a part of why they're calling this stuff experimental. This is all being tested for them because this is going to come to PTU. Uh, for okay. example, Calrani talked about the fact that years ago, Meg, we used to be able to quantum jump anywhere. You didn't have to find a marker. You could just hit quantum and go. And they, mm. and, it, and again, proof of concept, right? That was for a period of time. They took it out and people have been asking for that again. So CIG is recreating that again, where you have a, a like within a system, you know, sometimes you'll get a mission to go somewhere and then the Mm -hmm. the thing you got to go to is still like 400 kilometers away and you got to slow boat it. Well, now they're going to have it where you can actually point in that direction and you'll be able to hit your thing and jump to it a little bit faster. And that's all coming into the actual PU. But for right now, it's just being tested in uh, Arena Commander. Okay. Um expat wow thank you 1000 bits bedtime for you thank you so much for hanging out with us thank you keep those cameras rolling we love what you do thank you so much you guys be sure once again to check out expat brat great stuff out there um the gladius has updated ship tunings to go with this mode i have not really monkeyed around in there with the gladius i took something else in there when i did it i think i was in there with an eclipse i didn't even try using that um, and thank you, Expat, for the sub as well. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Thank you. Um, let's see. Weapons capacitor pool is increased in baseline, but regen is less impacted by priority cha- triangle. I have a monkey with that. Do you know what that is, Calradi?
2: Yeah. So uh, let me read it again. because Your audio went out again, buddy. Oh, right, so weapon (laughs) capacity pool is increased in baseline, but region is less impacted by priority triangle. Um, What that is saying, and you're actually seeing it more, I believe, compared to before 320, or at least outside of master modes, Mm -hmm. is when you switch your power triangle, you don't actually, your weapon capacity does not increase as much, Mm. right? But you do have, I believe, an increased um, weapon capacity pool. Uh, So for instance, uh, when folks are PVPing or, you know, or PVEing in in, in Vandal in, in Swarm, mm-hmm. uh, you have two Panthers and you have a ballistic, right? So what sometimes you would do is that even if your weapon, your energy is run out, you can still fire your ballistics mm-hmm. um, and that will give you some kind of buffer time while your weapon, your energy weapons recharge. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> you need that. Um, particularly because, like you said, the region is less impacted by priority triangle. Mm. Because when you, you know, recharge or start recharging, it does not recharge as quickly. So you have to kind of play around and be more strategic
0: with how you use your weapons in master modes. Okay, gotcha Are you All right, y'all making James Brown talk over Cal Roddy? but we appreciate it, believe me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So you feel good yeah boss lady thank you so much for the resub prisoner for the 100 bits expat thank you i thought you're going to bed thank you for the five <laughs> community gift subs thank you so much and captain radix thank you for the resub as well you guys are amazing thank you so much thank you so much and we really do appreciate it kelly and thank you also for the follow thank you so much all righty all righty all righty Um, We're gonna give you guys, this is an example of what the new Arena Commander screen looks like. As we mentioned to you, the whole UI is entirely different now. Um, Changed around a lot. One of the things that was really cool to me, uh, Meg, is a couple of my friends were doing some testing. This is when we were testing master modes. They were already in the free flight area in Arena Commander, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you know how normally we all have to launch together? What was cool was I was playing the game I knew they were an arena commander. I logged in, went to arena commander, saw they were there. It said, my friends are here. And I clicked and I jumped in with them, which was wow. so cool. So there's no longer that thing of having to wait on everybody to get yep. in, yada, yada, yada. You know, you can just jump in there with them, which was pretty neat. I thought that yeah, was that is nice. Nice little simple quality of life feature. That was pretty cool. Okay, yep. Um, Let's talk about some of the other updates here. Ammo for the Mantis. Those of you who have Mantises, you got more ammo in there. Uh, the old gimbal system of weapon size going down one to accommodate gimbals has been replaced with a flat reduction in fire rate on the same weapons, allowing fixed and gimbals on size three for the Gladius. Targeted bracket has been updated. Central HUD symbi- symbiology for targeting has changed, including bore sight orientation arrow, gimbal designation, and pips. By the way, someone asked this question earlier about the uh, the pips and stuff in the ship. For those of you who, if you go into Arena Commander, you won't see that normal pip stuff. It's a bug, right? Calradi, it's in there right now. It's not in the game. You don't have the center thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. So um, are you talking about the double pips or like the the kind of...
0: There's something that like when you're trying to target on stuff or whatever, it's not there in the in the, yeah. in the thing right now.
2: Yeah. So, so currently um, I think lag pips is what causes it. Okay. Um, sometimes you would, you would not even see the the pip per, per combination type right. where it's, uh, you know, like two, two pips. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, if you're using lag pips and if you're, if you went into game settings and you um, you set your pip combination type to average, you would also see that kind of invisible line. So it's best to, I think the default version kind of works. Sometimes if you respawn, you may also be bugged out because it may try to switch um, from lead to lag Mm
3: -hmm.
2: because I use lag, that's how I I, I came to know. Mm -hmm. If you have, um, what you can do right now uh, is you can set your keybinds or set some keybinds to switch between the pip combination types. Mm-hmm. I think that's in flight weapons. Okay. Or um as well as set some key binds to change between the lead and lag pips. Okay. So you can always just toggle between those um after you respawn in e- in either of the modes that um, where you experience those and you should be able to get those pips back.
0: Okay. Gotcha. All right guys, we're going to hit up a couple more here cuz our time is flying by here, but we want to mention these. These are the various modes that have also had changes. There's general updates which we talked about some of the general ones under master modes there's flight model changes gunnery changes and targeting changes one of the things that a lot of us did not realize was going to happen is that several key binds have changed in the game oh yeah Um, (laughs) and when you first get if you don't know it you're like what's wrong with my game and then you realize oh my god they've changed these and they're kind of critical keys so we're going to talk about those a little bit too because there's definite changes in here uh, let's go to what Meg wanted to talk about. Cal Roddy, why don't you read this one real quick, and then we'll cover that a little bit. All right. For Meg, guys, you have, you have to get it to test this.
2: <laughs> Two experimental game Team Battle and Tank Royale, or tank Royale. Mm-hmm. The Nova Tonk is finally here in Arena Commander. you able to fly in both team-based and free-for-all game modes, where the goal is to, su- is to successfully eliminate more tanks than anybody else. Both game modes support up to 16 players and are points-based. Either reach the score limit or simply have the highest score at the end of the game to win. So the initial game rules. Team-based elimination, which is squadron battle. Player count is 16. Max squad is 8. Required players is 2. And the time limit is 15 minutes. So win with the highest score at the time limit or getting past the
0: 60,000 score limit. Okay. Okay. So... When I was growing up, uh, Meg, way back, in, you know, before there was dirt, we used to have this game. It was a tank game. Do you remember what it was called? Calradi was vector graphics, where you had, like, the two handles. Are like you
2: equating your age to I have no, no, no idea what you're no,
0: talking no. about. I, I, I know you know gaming history. I'm not trying to say that you were around back then. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can't, what was that game called? Okay, I know there's some more. Oh, Battle Zone. Thank you, DJ Psychosis. Thank you. <laughs> You ain't gotta be old to know what I'm talking about. All right. Thank you, Kai Zen. Thank you, BBG. All right. Bat okay. So Battle Zone was this meg. You used to actually get up and have the like the little binoculars you put your face up to, and you had two handles, and you went and okay. you had a button, and you used to just blow tanks up, and it was the coolest thing. There were like these rocks and obstructions and all this stuff. And they've expanded on it since then. But this for me was definitely a throwback to those days of playing battle zone. And it's, it is cool Meg, because the tanks have been in the game for a while. Right. But people yeah. really haven't, you know, had an opportunity to go take them out quote unquote on the field and really do stuff other than, yeah. you know, if you do do it in game again, you know, what are the opportunities there for real tank yeah. battles, right? Um, is this getting you pumped up now since you see these different modes and things you can do for this? absolutely okay all right y'all y'all done heard meg now she wants yeah, to, to go out there and do that tank stuff so when y'all see her streaming y'all jump in her stream and say all right let's go do them <laughs> tanks them talks okay all right um again menu screen uh as you can see uh, they, they actually have these dedicated screens for these as so you can set up all the gameplay your options and everything uh to do these tank royales and these different battles which is pretty neat so they've expanded on this more and more as we mentioned to you guys All right, we're gonna hit this last category here of talking about quality of life uh, things. Now, some of these things that we're gonna mention to you are things that were not necessarily listed on the patch page. Some of you may have experienced them, some of you may have heard about them. Um, Oh, by the way, I wanna pump a video to you. Check out Avenger One's video on Master Modes. I know some of y'all don't like Avenger One, but listen, he knows what he's doing when it comes to flying. He's got a really good video on Master Modes if you wanna understand what Master Modes is. And don't forget, this is not the final result of the flight model. They are still looking to tweak it and make it better. So if there are things you think that will improve it, if you like master modes, if you think they should change some things, make sure you put some comments into CIG so that they'll know, okay? I yeah. I do want to say
2: one thing though, Am, mm-hmm. as you, um, you know, remember to keep in mind, everybody who gives feedback is that the whole idea is to make ships feel a lot more distinct.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: what I noticed, and this may have been because they're also tuning these ships to work in a PVP environment, Mm -hmm. i.e. Scorching 42, is that when I used the Gladius in Vandal Swarm, it felt like it belonged in a more PVE-esque environment, versus when I used it against, you know, others. Even if your skill level may differ, because of how PVP has a different level of requirement when, when, when it comes to fighting it doesn't seem like uh the gladius was or maybe the right ship in terms of the master modes tuning Hmm. to really be used right um so i don't say that um to you know to criticize that the gladius may not be properly tuned Mm -hmm. but what i what i am saying is that it could eventually end up not being the go-to ship for pvp anymore because mm-hmm. remember what um i can uh, yogi in one of the spectrum posts what he said is that based on the strong thrusters in the rear it has a lot more strong thrust in the back versus the you know the maps and the math thrusters mm-hmm. and given that they're trying to eliminate the whole jousting kind of behavior if you're not careful with your speed and if you're not experienced of a pilot you may find yourself jousting because of that rear strength Okay. which is something that's beneficial in the pve environment like bandle swarm mm-hmm. but not necessarily if you're finding yourself going up against and relatively inexperienced pilot in pvp so it could be that i mean it was my opinion that they could have perhaps given us another ship that's more reflective of the of what's required in pvp that's mm-hmm. strong in pvp may mm-hmm. I mean, not be the go-to ship for pvp but that was just me and i hope that at least folks also consider that that when giving feedback, it may not be the right ship Mm -hmm. to, you know, test for PVP, but just something to consider.
0: And, And people, you know, be aware that the Gladius, and people may wonder why is it always the Gladius quote unquote, but the Gladius is the ship that is primary for Squadron 42 and they want players to be familiar with flying that particular ship. But you can take, like I said, I took an eclipse in when I went in, you can take in whatever you want, but I appreciate the fact that you mentioned about they want these ships to feel distinctive, just like we talked about vehicles earlier. They want ships to feel a certain way when you fly them. So let keep that in mind. That's good points. Thank you. Um, let's talk about some of the quality of life stuff that, that has not been mentioned yet so far. One of the things that I want to mention is this one, this one freaked me out. <clears throat> Currently there's a bug in the game where, when you, in the PTU, where if someone puts on a backpack and they put a rifle on themselves, instead of the rifles being pointing upward, up and down, like usual they now point like like a transformer. They'll be pointing like this, okay? <laughs> or they'll be pointing backward like that, okay? And you run around with these things stuck out of your body this way, right? So this is what happened, Calradi. Yo, yo, you're gonna appreciate this. I base out of R Corp. And I come out of the apartments there and I come downstairs. And you know, when you first come out of R Corp, there's a hot dog stand there, right? There's not a hot dog stand, but there's a vendor there. I came out there. There were three people, the guy behind the counter and two people standing there buying stuff. The guy in front of me who came out the elevator ran past them and turned and those guns pointed at the people and they did this. <laughs> and I freaked out. <laughs> I freaked out. The guy behind the counter ducked behind the counter. I was oh, like, yeah. where did that come from? Okay. <laughs> um. So for the first time I saw NPC reactions in the game. And so my question to you guys is, is is this just a reaction that's put into the game, or are we maybe seeing the beginnings of quantum where there's interaction between us and um you know the players? They didn't say anything about this. I didn't see anything about reactions. Guy, <laughs> <Kai>, shut up. You <laughs> thought Chicago was wrong. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh yeah, I know. Good thing I wasn't running around in our underwear. You're right there, Charles. Absolutely, <laughs> that would have made him really run, right? But I don't know. What do you guys think? You think that's a because I I don't see anything about that. Have you guys ever seen that happen before in the game? Meg, so Roddy, have you guys seen that in the game?
1: You can go ahead, Roddy.
2: So, all right, so I've seen it a few, not not many times, but a few times in the bunkers. If you do, yeah. In the bunkers, I've seen it, right? Yeah, but in the landing zones, no, no. And what could be happening? um, It's a good thing you mentioned that, Griff. What could be happening is that um, all of the NPCs may may have some kind of latent um, NPC behavior, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, given what you you know asked about with regards to pre quantum, we know that they want to convert, you know from quantitative virtual NPCs and these virtual NPCs need to have the attributes required to play the role. Right, um, And we've also t- um, heard them talk about procedural NPCs where these procedural NPCs need to have NPC behaviors procedurally, mm-hmm. um, attributes, animations to fit the role depending on what environment that they're in. Mm-hmm. So what could be happening is that, you know, all of these NPCs they have these attributes hidden right. and, you know, we're just waiting for all of these things to be gradually linked, gradually connected so that when it's time, you know, for Quanta to convert via the n- virtual NPCs, that they in. have the attributes already there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and this is, it's, it's an interesting bug that gave us uh, an interesting insight because originally we we've never been able to freely draw our weapons or even point our weapons, but mm-hmm. it seems as though, because of the physicalization of the angle of the weapon is actually causing that, so, which is yeah. really cool to see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Bacon, yeah, I know. I've seen it, like like Calradi said, when we go into the bunkers, there's some missions where there's civilians, um, where you actually see them cower and stuff. I, But that's usually when there's been some type of aggressive action that's taken place. I've never seen it where there was no aggressive action other than the fact that the gun pointed in their direction. It, in, in a landing zone, in a landing zone. And it may have been, like you said, it was a bug. We know that the gun thing was a bug. And normally the guns aren't pointing at people in the landing yeah. zone. So it may have been something that was there that just was never activated, but it definitely freaked me out when I saw everybody hide behind that, you know, that vendor stand. I was kind of <laughs> like, okay, I've never seen that before. All right, let me yeah. move on I, beyond that. Go ahead, go go, ahead, Mick, what are you going to say? I
1: was going to say, I, I've definitely seen it um, like a handful of times, but mm-hmm. I've never yeah. seen somebody make, NPCs do that. Like, I've always walked in mm-hmm. and NPCs are, like, freaking out or something. already freaked
0: out. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. Uh, scanning. Um, some of you guys know when you normally would hit tab, you would do a scan and you'd see the little pulse go out and you could see the outline of everything, especially if you were, like, going to a station, a space station on mm. the dark side of a planet, you wanted to get some range and see where it was at. That ain't mm. there no more. Now, I don't know if that's a bug or not. It's a bug. I'm is hoping it, look, it's a bug. I, oh, yeah, go ahead, man. My
1: lights don't work that far. I can't see where I'm going.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm hoping. Fortunately,
2: it's, a it's a bug. It the is a bug. The last patch that we got. Uh, it's it's the very first slide. That was everyone it, was.
0: Oh, really? Okay. All right. Good. Because I yep. was like, ah, I'm too thrilled about <laughs> that. Okay. All right. So he says it's a bug. Um, graphics pass. Uh, several of us noticed when we went into the game, uh, particularly when we were leaving our corp that we could see that the city has been touched on again. There's, they've done something to the buildings and the artwork where it has a different look to it. We've also noticed that the cloud tech seems to be tuned up even more. Um, Sometimes there's more of a overcast look of the day or almost like almost storm look to the day versus just cloudy days where everything's just, the clouds are over the city but it's still very bright and sunny. Um, So we've been noticing it seems to be that they did another graphics pass in the game. I don't know if you guys have noticed anything that looks different to you, Meg? Anything look different to you? Or does it still kind of look the same when you look at the game? Maybe just my bad eyes, too.
1: Yeah, it looks it looks the same to me. I could just be missing. Well, also, I use reshade, so that might kill it. Ah,
0: okay. Yeah, same. So it probably kills for me, too. Okay. well, so much for asking those two. They use reshade. Forget (laughs) about it. Okay. Um, we talked about the mining stability change already. Um, the social menu, they now have a thing on the social menu where you can say whether you want people to give you invites, friend invites or no under options. So you can block invites from friends or even from people who aren't your friends if you want to. So you have a little bit more control of whether or not somebody can keep, you know, asking you to join your party or be your friend or whatever, if you don't want to be bothered. If you want to be that solo player who just lone wolf, you don't want to be bothered with getting all these... Messages popping up and distracting you. You can now turn that off if you
1: want, or if you're a bigger streamer,
0: like yeah, yeah, adventure
1: yeah. one or something, and you don't want to get spammed with all that,
0: yeah, mm. hitting you all the time. Yep. That's a good point, yeah. Uh, also,
1: oh, sure, sometimes people will like th- this. Is a very rare thing, but I've had this happen in other games where I accidentally accept something and it like throws me into a, a new server, which not, yeah. not Star Citizen, but mm. um. I, like, for example, I could see it happening where one of my friends is trying to put out a medical beacon and they're like, are you ready for it? Like, be ready to spam this mm-hmm. button. Like, what if somebody sends out a different thing and I accept it? And I, yeah. it's probably not that deep, but no,
0: no, no but it's it makes sense. It really nice yeah. Yeah. Well, there used to be back in the day, if you accepted somebody's invite and they jumped into a server, it would yank you out of the game into uh, their game. So, yeah, definitely the fact that you can shut it off is a good thing. Um, multi-tool. This is one that I didn't see anything in the notes. Did you guys see anything in the notes on this one about the multi-tool that now when you, when you beam on a box, it will say Laronite. It actually comes up in little words right there and tells you what's in the box. Now, did you guys see that?
2: I I don't remember seeing it in the patch notes, but Mm -hmm. I remember seeing it in the ISC. Oh, okay. So yeah. Had you seen it big?
1: For some reason, I thought that this was already in the game but i'm i think i'm wrong right I'm no wrong. you may
0: no, no maybe i missed it but i i thought it was just in this particular path. i think
1: i'm wrong i think i'm wrong okay i think i'm thinking of like ships can scan things and see what's in them oh okay yeah so
0: never mind yeah that you can do no, but yeah, I, if you're using the yeah, multi tool that's, that's cool. yeah and like especially like when you're moving like you know if you're doing piracy and you want to or if you're just organizing your boxes you know what i mean yeah. um you, it it at least tells you uh, what it is that you're moving. So you can stack if you, especially if you're trying to sell somebody, like, let's say somebody wants to buy your barrel from you, you've got it mixed up with iron and all that stuff. You can yeah. now see what's in the boxes and yeah. here's the ones we want to give them.
1: All you have to go off of right now is just the colors, right? Exactly. So trying to figure key. that out. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Especially as they add more resources and stuff. Um, <laughs> let's see new attire on NPCs. There are some new fancy clothes walking around in the towns too. Um, the guards, I was at R Corp the other day and somebody was watching my screen and they said, hey, aren't those guards wearing some new armor? And they were. They're wearing some different armor. Um, There's some new outfits for civilian clothes too. I don't know if they're in the stores yet though. Did you guys see whether or not they're in the stores? The new clothes? I I haven't looked around yet. I've seen
1: armor. I did a bunker today and Mm -hmm. it was at Microtech, so I'm excited to see what the other planets look like um, because of the different colors. Well, they're pirates, so that's cool. Yeah, the the pirates have um the defiance, the white, the white defiance helmet mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. arms. Mm-hmm. Oh, like looks that. awesome. Okay. It's great. Don't yeah, get, it's different from the, the blue and purple, like I don't know. Yeah. It's nice to just get changes.
0: It's something different. Yeah.
1: yeah. Cool. But I will say it just makes it even more horrendous for That's people right. like running bunkers at Microtech because yep. the guards are also white.
0: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. I was gonna say now you gotta really look now who you're shooting at. That's the truth. Some of them don't have the tags to
2: know that you're that they're friendly either. I know. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. the truth. That's the truth. All right. And then last but not least, we talked about this or touched on this earlier in the show. There are new keybinds. One of the most popular, two of the most popular actually have changed. Back in the days, you guys know, you could just hit the letter R when you were in your ship and it would do flight ready for you. That is no longer the case. R is now to target something. If you want to target something, you hit R. If you want to flight ready your ship, you have to do Alt R now. The uh, second one is C. Those of you know that C was also putting you in cruise mode, basically the old SCM. You hit C, your thing would lock to whatever speed now C decouples. It couples and decouples. And so if you make the mistake like I did of hitting C (laughs) once and then saying, oh, it's not that, and then taking off and not realizing you're in a decouple mode, (laughs) you have some problems. I'm wondering why am I drifting all over the place? I didn't push (laughs) decouple and I did. So be aware you have to do alt C. Okay. Be aware of that. That is now changed. There's Cal Didn't it also change something? Is the gimbal thing changed too? Didn't some other thing with gimbling change that now I it's cannot... like that the, the, there's no more the gimbal of plus two, three, and two, like separate number? Something happened with gimbals. If I'm not crazy. I think that's with
2: the God. Is it with regards to the um, unification of the system where, or yeah. um, well, that's something different? What is it? The unification of is... what? Well, you know, if, if you, um, there's no more gimbal or physicalized gimbal anymore. Right, so right. You, you know. What so is it? Yeah.
0: Explain it, because I've forgotten what it is now. I know something right. about gimbals is um, not there
2: anymore. So I don't know if that's with regards to master oh, modes only. No,
0: but... no, no. It's with the it's, it's the, it's the firing rate. That's what it was. We were yeah. talking about that yeah. before. That's what it is. The firing rate right. change if you go from gimbal versus non-gimbal now. Right, and yeah, and, fixed... and Nick says
2: it's, it's changed in master mode. So, right. yeah. So if it's a size three um, hard point, mm-hmm. if you switch to gimbal mode, the weapon rate um, reduces mm-hmm. versus fixed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's actually increased. So the refire rate is increased now. Yep.
0: I don't know if there are any other key bind changes. Do you remember if there's anything else? So
2: there is one, this is not necessarily a key bind change, but a flight feature change. You can't um, continue to accelerate or go forward and hold down the key bind for cruise. Um, you have to let go of the forward or reverse keybind, even mm-hmm. if it's a throttle controller. And then once you once you let go of that key uh or that keybind, you can then press the cruise mode um keybind to engage um uh cruise mode. Okay. The moment you press um the forward or reverse uh keybind it deactivates cruise mode like how some in some vehicles nowadays mm-hmm. and um you know if you if the vehicle's in cruise mode and you mm-hmm. press the brake that disengages the cruise mode, so you have to, you know, uh, be mindful of that right now.
0: Okay. okay All right, Meg. Was there any key binds you are aware of or anything, or do you you you, you haven't had a, gotten caught by any of the uh new changes? Have you? The alt R. No, it was, C. it was
1: just the one. Oh, yeah, I definitely have. I gotcha. yeah, it was just those.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I had the same. I was like, "What the frick is going on?" Like, yeah. I swear, I'm I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Now, yeah. now it makes sense.
0: But for those of you out there with throttles and sticks, you know, just we're giving you the fair warning. Get it together because you're, you're going to be mad if you go in there and say, what's wrong with my throttle? It's not working or my buttons on my stick.
1: Or yeah, th- there was something weird with that, too. I noticed with sticks, I- again, could have just been me, but I just copied my stuff from mm-hmm. PU to PTU. And man, that was a, a headache. <laughs> I don't know if it was me or Ooh, the game. But, yeah, uh. it,
2: depending on the person or depending on the controller, um, clean, easy um, a conversion. Like I didn't experience as much, but there were some persons who were experiencing headaches upon headaches mm. to yeah. updating
0: their stuff. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, we have hit it all today, that all that we can share with you. And I'm sure there's gonna be more fixes and patches. In fact, like we mentioned earlier, there have been hot fixes coming out and patches almost every other day, if not every day, uh, CIG is trying to get this pushed out. We mentioned this before, we really believe that they're gonna try and get 3.2 out. Prior to Citizen because obviously we're going to be looking forward to hearing about the next patch that's following for the next quarter. So we want to be done with this in this quarter so that we're ready for the next one. I uh, want to give you guys an update on our St. Jude. We are at $2,400. We have raised more money. We are $100 short of $2,500. We can hit $2,500 tonight. We know yeah. that you guys can do it. Four people with $25, two people with $50, one person with $100. We know we can hit it. And to inspire you, to get you in that mood of giving, we're going to show you guys a machinima. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we have, every once in a while we do this, we debut something. And I happen to come across this one today. Uh, I was feeling in some kind of way, yo-yo, you know what I mean? I mean, like we're like in this really weird space where kind of Starfield's going on and Baldur's Gate is going on and, you know, CitizenCon is coming up. And it's like, okay, how do I feel right now? So I needed this video, Meg. I needed this video to pump me up. Okay. So we're gonna hope this video pumps up a hundred bucks for the kids, all right? So you guys check this out, and then we're gonna come right back and let you guys know what's coming up for this week, okay? Hope you enjoy it. This is by Shaba Gaming. Came out a month ago. I never saw it until today, this afternoon. So check it out. And that's the wrong button. So it ain't Shaba Gaming. <laughs> <laughs> so Let me bring up the right button here, and we're going to watch Shabba Gaming. Yeah, here we go.
3: I see trees of green Red roses too
0: Bright, blessed day, dark, sacred night
3: And I think to myself Oh, what a wonderful world Colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky are also on the faces of people going by i see friends shaking hands saying how do you do when they're really saying i love you <laughs>
2: Oh, what a wonderful world.
0: Oh, look at Meg, I saw you crying, Meg. I saw you crying. I saw you crying. I saw you (laughs) crying. No, shout out shout out to Shaba Gaming. How'd you guys like that, right? Kind of cool, right? kind of cool, was right? Kind of reminds you why we're all here, right? That's the whole point yeah, of this thing, exactly. right? And uh, I really want to say thank you to uh, Meg and Cal Rody for being here today on a Sunday and sharing with you guys. We are still at twenty four hundred dollars, but there's still a few more minutes for us to get to that twenty five hundred dollar mark. Put your handkerchiefs away, stop sniffing and stuff. We go ahead and make that extra hundred. We can make it before we leave today, all right? But uh, let's go ahead and get to talking about what we've got coming up uh, within the next week or so. Um, let's see, uh, I'll talk about it, um, Soul Talk, uh, this Thursday is, uh, our show with, uh, Fast Cart, where we have our roundtable conversation talking about things that are going on in the Star Citizen community, uh, covering what's going on ISC, SCL, uh, conversations about the upcoming CitizenCon, Spectrum, and a whole bunch of other wonderful topics where you guys get to come in. These are our community shows yeah, that we're talking here. about. Pipe Dreams. Thank you so much. We're happy to have you here too. Thank you so much for following. Um, but this are our community shows that we have on Thursday and Saturday where you guys get to come in and share your thoughts about Star Citizen, where on Sunday you get to listen to us talk about our thoughts on Star Citizen. And then on next Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern time is Soul Voices, where we do the one-on-one show where you get to come in and talk with me. I pick subjects from Spectrum, from Reddit, and also the gaming community talk about what's the latest, and you get to come in one-on-one, have the microphone all to yourself, and share what you think hmm. about the world of Star Citizen. Next week, y'all recognize that face, a face that's familiar to so many people Geo. in the Star Citizen community. <laughs> Better known as sub well, known as Geo Get money from back in the day, but sub the um, Geo uh, is gracious enough to let me steal one of his pictures, <laughs> but we're going to be doing a show called Merchandise Mart. We're gonna be talking about the merchandising of Star Citizen. Uh, What type of merchandise that CIG has put out? What type of merchandise would you love to see in the future? And maybe some merchandise that you never even knew CIG produced. There's some stuff that's been out, Meg, that I completely forgot about back in the day that is probably, (laughs) actually I've watched people ask for crazy prices for it on uh, places like um, uh, eBay and stuff. Uh, But there's a lot of stuff out there that uh, you can purchase, could have been purchased, and maybe even purchasable purchasable in the future. So that's going to be next Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We are going to be doing Merchandise Mark. All right, we're holding at $2,400. We have done a good job tonight. You have done a good job tonight. Uh, And I'm sure we're going to hit that $2,500 mark within this week. And then we're going to be near that $3,000 even sooner. So, we want to say thank you guys for all that you've done today. Thank you again for those of you who came over from Expat, came over from Jake Acapella. Appreciate that you guys have spent the day with us and hope you've enjoyed yourselves. To Cal Calradi, to Yo-Yo Meg, love you both. Thank you guys for the time that you all put in today. I got the names right on this page, by the way, if you notice, I got it yeah, right. Yeah, you did. Yeah, did you right this time. I got it right. All right. We are going to be getting ready to set up a raid, and we're going to be going over to send, well, send you guys over to visit with Marcus the way some of you guys have seen Marcus before Marcus is out there tonight when you get over with Marcus let Marcus know that you came over from the soul citizens and if you like what you see we want you to of course make sure that you follow and like him as well we want you all to uh, don't forget about our social media please like and follow us when you go to our YouTube page like and follow us I think we were just one person short of fifteen hundred I forget how many people we have on YouTube, but we were about to break another number there. So make sure you like and follow us when you get over there. And again, for those of you who subscribed today, for those of you who followed today, for those of you who gave bits today, we truly appreciate you as always for supporting us. Ah, I'm done. All right, Meg, I'm done. Oh, so I think uh, Danger Hobo is saying... Current? What's Danger Hobo saying? He's AFK. Is he? Is he AFK? Oh, we had questions. Oh, I'm so sorry. Fast Car. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We had questions. I am so sorry I missed it. He says, did we have qu- answer our questions? No, we did not. Um, let me get rid of this one. That one's complete. This was yesterday. Why, in your opinion, did they only give us the whole A and whole C and not the whole B? Was the justification related to cargo refactoring? That's from Pops in Space. Pops, I don't know. You know, obviously the whole A was proof of concept with the whole grid thing, um, but... As you know, the hull C was a bigger version of that. I would think that the hull B is not far behind because it lands in between those two ships. Who knows, Pops? Maybe it will pop up at... I won't say where. Um, Yeah, you never know, right? But um, I don't know what the rationale was behind that, Pops. Uh, Any of you guys got any insight on that? The hull B? I know Yo-Yo was saying that's what she would look for if she was going to get a a hull. Mm. Now, it's one of those things, huh? the whole C was out before the whole A pops. I hate to say that. It really was. So I don't know. Um, The whole A was kind of like more of of seeing that whole process come into the game. So maybe we'll get the B pretty soon. I would hope that we would. The next question is from uh, Danger Hobo. Can the P72 Argo Cargo jump from OM1 to OM2 now with master modes like faster, I'm sorry, like faster than its old max speed gray quantum QT? Uh, No. I don't know if that's going to happen with the new master mode because it's because it's not a boost. It's more of a it's literally like a version of still doing quantum, but in a shorter range. And they don't have quantum drives on them. So I don't think that it's going to be something that they could do. It would be kind of cool if they sped them up a little bit. But I don't know. do you got any insight into that with those two ships in particular? Um, I haven't tried to use boost on yeah. them. I've never tried to use a boost um, on a freaking Argo yeah, so Cargo. Boost, boost
2: <laughs> is Boost does not work currently. Um in, 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 in master mode. So you, you can only um target if for instance you are in at the in the Jericho map. Okay. You can only target the um the gas cloud. I think it was Michael went b okay. okay, we but went through you
0: the Yeah, please forgive me. The raid went through. I'm sorry, I jumped back and didn't mean to cancel it. So we've we're still broadcasting on YouTube, but Twitch went over. So it's yeah so youtube folks uh, i'm sorry okay. we're still here i know you guys are here <laughs> i'm sorry I, I should have canceled that I, I shouldn't have let that question thing throw me off my my rocker but it did all right well anyway we're gonna wrap it up guys we've <laughs> been a long night as you can tell as always stay safe peace love and so at least the whole show will be on when we put it on youtube you guys yeah. take care of yourselves <laughs> we'll see you soon take care
2: adios folks <laughs>